Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. It was finally a good spot to put Bill Murray in. That's Green Lantern. I know. <laughs> I don't want to see them fight again. Like, they already had their Batman versus Stop Superman. Stop fighting! Wow. Wait, you, I didn't, I legitimately didn't you know that. You found this out now? I'm zero seconds old when I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> like... This is Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network, 211th podcast. Special guest list, but still the full Triforce fullness. I'm Matthew Bucro, the Matt Man, and to my left is Kelly Collins, our Iron Kelly. In the Purjanger box is Katarina Thermoscara, wonderful woman! <laughs> And our omnipotent presence that is our producer, Stephen Bucarell, Big Brother. And we want you to hop on over here to PJANDWH.com, where you're going to find all of the latest and funniest right up top here, like our interview with Tony Brown from last week's Triforce podcast, Thick Boy Rancor, Green Lantern of Realty. I do love me a thick boy. Realty? Realty. Not reality. Reality. Yeah. No, he will make you construct you a home with his Green Lantern ring. You just better hope that he does not, you know. Can you just fix lose. mine first? Like, that's all I need. It, it's only going to be a Green Lantern construct, and it's only going to last as long as his will uh, last. So y- you better trust your Green Lantern. But you do. You can trust Tony Tony Brown uh, with his realty. Maybe not with his Green Lantern ring because it's not real. But you'll also find Lugnuts Podcast, Pinky Out, Ford Ranger Reskinned. And, of course, the Lugnuts Podcast took a little break. Last week was Easter. So we'll be coming back this week with another insane podcast with all the automotive news. And we want you to hop on over here to contact the team. Let's find us on all social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And a new section on the webpage, Walljanger Gaming. Yeah, man, you're going to find Big Brother. Zatreyu over here also streams off that wall jangin' gaming as well as Christopher Bristow, the old man. You got all the Triforce members right in there. I would, but I have to edit. Um, Almost all the Triforce members in there, and you'll find that right on Facebook.com backslash walljangergaming. And we live in, you know, where we live, so there's going to be a lot of background noise. But one thing that doesn't have a background is what we do every week. Tonight, gathering spiders, Batman's on a different Earth, Atari's not dead yet, and much more on the Triforce podcast. So I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I, love I love that movie so bad. So one person who also isn't dead is our first story, which is French police investigate... An international Lego crime ring. Yeah, no, you heard that right, man. I read this. (laughs) They're hawking Legos now. That's how bad COVID got. They got to hawk the Legos. I'm dead now. Thanks, buddy. So, after French police arrest three Polish thieves who attempt to steal toys in June 2020, specifically Lego sets, which actually are really fucking expensive. They are. Yeah. yeah. Um, now authorities are trying to address the growing trend of Lego robberies 
by warning business owners and parents. The Guardian reports, according to the re, uh, a report in Le Parisien, I don't know. That'll work. Go ahead. Sure. Keep going. The thieves were part of a gang that would stay in hotels near Paris, drive around. Oh, God, I lost my place. Drive around in an Audi. All right, nice choice. And raid, quote unquote, toy stores for valuable Lego sets to resell in Poland. I kind of love this, even though it's. They're invading Poland with Legos? I I don't. There's something about this that feels like the plot of a Lego movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can see that. See, I thought, see, if it was like stealing them because there's COVID and they need their kids to play with something and. They can't afford it. That's they'd be like, oh yeah, whatever. Let it go. This is for starving kids in Poland. But they're, no, I'm they're, sorry, not starving. They're, they're reselling it's them for the yeah. orphans. It's for the orphans. <laughs> well, in your movie, yes, in your Lego movie, it's for the orphans. <laughs> yes, the thieves were caught robbing a Pickwick Toys store after being spotted in 2019 and 2020. The two separate uh, European toy stores, La Grande Recie. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that right maxi toys french police are reportedly building a case against the res- in response uh the ideal plastic lego bricks are worth enough in, uh, to entice an international ring of thieves to steal them might seem odd but the priciest lego set ever retailed for only 800 dollars. but some of the sets can be worth more over time on top of that gerben von ijikin ijikin that is the Lego villain for this movie. <laughs> so a Lego a Lego specialist, we'll call him. Legos. Who, Legos. And Legos. Legos and Legos. He's very uh, knowledgeable I in both. I want to see his badge. He sounds like I the god of Legos. <laughs> the specialist who advises online collectible auction sites tells The Guardian that in... That that interest in reselling Lego has grown dramatically in the last year. Investigating uh, in these pieces isn't new, but this is a niche market that has reached new heights in the pandemic. People have more time at home because of the health restrictions because of a certain virus. Uh, Van Eken cites one Lego set that retailed for about two hundred and twelve dollars in 2007 resold for twenty nine hundred and forty three dollars in 2020 holy crap do you smell that that's investment that's fucking crazy no i no wonder people are stealing that shit and he took all that money and invested it into gamestop yeah yeah he did uh the growth that value uh could be due to the Lego's practice of cycles that sets out of production after two years, uh, much like the Disney vault. Um, but makes uh, makes ones still on the market and in the owners' homes much more rare and valuable by doing that. So, you know, there's something to that. You know, man reportedly stole around $2 million worth of Lego sets in Florida in 2012. Of course, a Florida man would have tried that as well. Fucking Florida. <laughs> he sets if the it's standard. in Florida, they usually have like an alligator with them. I can't wait to see this something movie exotic. pop up on Netflix. Yeah. Like a pterodactyl. It's going to be written by you. <laughs> hey, Netflix, call her. She... Call, uh, we'll, do, we'll do the Projangers first, and it'll be all of us producing. Like, oh, oh, right, right, the whole thing. Yeah, no, no, just call Kat. She has that one. 
Um, yeah, so given the risk, uh, if you're a collect, uh, got a collectible Lego space shuttle on the way, you might want to think about security a little bit. Another thing you might want to think about is this next story. That was a good segue. It was not a good segue. That was a good segue. <laughs> but you just Connor said you might want to think about, and yeah. then you just said the next story. Yeah, you might want to think about this next story because Into the Spider-Verse 2 will feature 90s animated Spider-Man. How awesome is that, man? Well, if you would have said another thing that is awesome is this next story, not something to think about. Well, I didn't want to relate awesome to Lego theft. Wow. Okay. Let's Let's give Kelly the next segue. <laughs> he usually steals them anyway. It's okay. Nope. He'll think of one. No one? No I'm one not too bad at him. I'm not as good as he's, him. No, he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty I come good up with at, him on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty good at a segue. Much like this story, a new report claims that voice actor Christopher Daniel Barnes will repri- reprise his role from the, uh, Spider-Man, the animated series, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. That hashtag show is reported that Barnes is in final talks to appear in the sequel to hit the animated film from Sony. They've heard that this role will be small, but the actor will voice the version of the character who appeared in this 90s animated series with the film even replicant of the style of the show. That I really love. So, I love so that. you're saying it's going to be like the graphics are going to be like yeah, the, like they did yeah. in the 90s. A lot like did you watch uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man on Disney Plus? They have a seat a a sec a like Spider Verse couple series of episodes. I didn't watch, and it. it's like they go to see Spider Pig, and they're in Spider Pig's universe, and it changes style. They go to like the classic like, like nineteen that. like sixty or seventies cartoon spider-man and it's in that style like so that. that's what they're going i like for. i like if they if they have it like modern and then it switches yeah because then it doesn't just feel like well, a 90s show a lot like what marvel did with their aspect ratio with wandavision <laughs> yes the aspect ratio and the th- different subtle things like that get people who are like interested in this artistic stuff it's, it's a whole to other, really latch on to dimension of yeah of but you also like when they in. Take the time to factor in the animation style and the voice actors that they used originally. They're showing how much they care about the product that they're putting out, and that gets me more hyped up for the yeah, film. If they do they the voices care. like they did yeah. back then too, like if they had, then it's even like even better. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: that the report also claims that Barnes will appear in a, a few key scenes before showing up during the film's finale, and additional characters from other Spider-Man media are also teased, though no other details were given away. So here's my question: You have Japanese Spider-Man, you have '90s Spider-Man. What other Spider-Man do you want besides Spider-Man 2099? Obviously, with Oscar Isaac, you There's need a lot that of in there. Though. Then you have oh you have, yeah uh, Miles. Well, yeah, the main character of the first one, do you bring him back as the main protagonist of two, or do you go with just a brand-new Spider-Man? Spider-Gwen? You could. I would watch a Spider-Gwen. She was in the first one, and now you could just canonic, just go right over to Spider-Gwen and then switch like it to a different spider. Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman. Yeah, Spider-Woman. Yeah, Spider-Gwen. And then, well, th- you could bring a lot of... Because there's a lot of different... Spider-Man throughout, like, even when I was going through the unlimited Spider-Man stuff on um, Comixology, that really just the Spider-Verse that they did in that newer run 
So many different Spider-Man. They had Sam Raimi Spider-Man. They had Spider-Man. I would love to see this one. Spider-Man, who it's actually Doc Ock controlling his mind, which was he did that for a while in the comics, and then Spider-Man got his mind back. Some really well, inappropriate shit. For multiverse storyline for this. Well, that's kind of what that was saying. Yeah, it said that they might make appearances. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Maybe you get Penny Parker, you know, oh. Peter's kid in there. And then, you know, there's a whole different kind of comic line where Maybe it's... we'll get Peter B. Parker back. Ah, we could only hope, man. The film doesn't have a title or a plot. Maybe and it's said hope. to feature the villain Spot, who can frighteningly jump through dimensions using some portals. No, okay, so Small. it's definitely going to be a multi-type of thing. Yeah, and then there are rumors that Silk will make her debut in this movie. Because oh. Sony has that live-action show coming out, which Olivia Wilde is set to show run or direct, I believe. So there is actually fans are re- really trying to get Daisy Ridley for Spider-Woman, and I would allow that. Maybe they even like bring that. back. I think she's got a good voice for it. Yeah. Maybe they even bring back Bagman Spider-Man. Oh, I would love infamous Bagman. <laughs> love that. I loved using that character skin in the original PlayStation One Spider-Man game. I think it was. I want to say it was PS1. But Spider-Man is one of those guaranteed money makers, And I believe that Sony's going to be cashing out all of their money into this, which we will find out later. The sequel has been in production since last summer and will arrive next fall. And there's a bunch of key people in there, like uh, Joaquin DeSantos, who he will direct with Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, serving as producers, alongside Sony's Amy Pascal, who produces the live-action Spider-Man films with Marvel Studios. Composer Daniel Pemberton will also return for the sequel. Do you know, do you know what is like a sequel? A spinoff. It is. Yeah, just about this next story, right? <laughs> that about was a, a good segue. About the uh, spin off the trench. <laughs> yeah. Well, not so much of a good idea because the spin off for Trench and New Gods, well, they're canceled at WB. <laughs> just weeks after finally releasing the Snyder Cut, WB reveals the two anticipated DC Extended Universe films from Ava Du. DuVernay and James Wan will no longer be moving forward. The studio and DC said in a statement, as a part of our DC slate, some legacy development titles, including New Gods and The Trench, will not be moving forward. We thank our partners, Ava DuVernay and Tom King, James Wan and Peter Safran, for their time and collaboration during this process and look forward to our continued partnership with them on our DC stories. The projects will remain in their skillful hands if they were to move forward in the future. That's still a good sign. So I just want to say, you got to make sure we stay on the heavy comments. Amanda Miller was talking about what we were saying earlier about the Lego movie. She said, it's the Too Fast, Too Furious meets Lego movie. <laughs> and yes. Then, and Mark, Mark, uh, Mark said, I love silk sheets. Yeah. Who doesn't, Mark? What's wrong with you? I don't like silk sheets. I mean, they're nice, but I could take them or leave them. It's only because Mark likes them. You don't like them. That's going to get a double ban. (laughs) No, it has nothing to do with that. You can quadruple dog ban me. I don't (laughs) care. Frank Percy said, but what purpose uh, for silk sheets? (laughs) Thank you, Frank. That's why Frank is out front with me in the shawarmas. Yeah. 
the three of us because I could take or leave silk sheets, man. I just give me some comfy sheets. I'm good with them. Thank you. I like. I don't how know how we silk got. Silk sheets from aren't se- bad. They're just they make me sweat a little too. Much. I don't know how we got from new gods to this. But Sorry. Yeah. You put it those sheets are godly. Mark, it's Mark's fault. WB, you dumb. I'm Very much. But here's the thing. Damn. It looks like WB doesn't really know what they're doing with DC yet. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel that you're gonna get, uh, you're gonna get some some interesting properties like this because especially with the Snyder cut and we see Darkseid and we know he was going to be a main part of New Gods. We want Darkseid. But I wanted also Granny Goodness. Granny Goodness, Decide. We want more of that story, especially Orion and the other New God. We want all of that. And maybe it's just to where they're looking at this like, you know what? It's not the right time because well, maybe they're looking at it from, look, they want the Snyder cut restored. Let's put this back. Let's give them what the fuck they want, and then we'll come back to that. If those Ava DuVernay and and James Wan, if they're still interested, then we'll get them back in on that. You're the done. writer for um, Justice League, the Snyder verse version, I'm sorry, I forgot his name, was very vocal about the fact that Warner Brothers was more interested in VFX than they were in the story and the plot and all that, and that's why we got what we got when they, they put Joss Whedon on it. And I'm not going. I'm. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm. I'm just going to say, WB, you're focusing on the wrong thing. I have another story about one hundred percent. You are. You are focusing. We're talking on the new gods thing. and stuff now, but I have another story right along I'm that thing. Very not happy about this development. Oh yeah, this is our time to just kind of shit on their decision making skills because honestly, you have such a golden property as DC, and you're not doing these key stuff like. This is huge in lore with new gods. You aren't doing shit with Green Lantern. You stopped fucking Zack Snyder from even using Green Lantern. It's like you're afraid to use him. It was infuriating because people who have been fans for from the comic book days to now, we liked the stories. There were no effects back then. Everything was your imagination and what you got on the page. Yeah. I get it. We're in a time where effects are a big deal. Kong versus Godzilla. You got to remember your audience they're going for. You're going to start. But we want the stories that we love reading. True. But like I said, you're you're also going to have to, they're going to have to start getting new audiences, which means that they're going to have to keep up with the technology. But the stories still have to be good. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Look at. Zack Snyder's Justice League. VFX and the story was both there. Yes, they made that small cut at the end with the Green Lantern, which would have been awesome. We still got actual Martian Manhunter owning up like, hey, I'm not going to hide in the shadows anymore. I'm going to be a superhero too. Your parents would be proud of you, Batman. The freaking outside. You all know how I feel about the Zack Snyder Justice League. I thought it was freaking amazing, and and I'll die on that hill gladly. But what did we love the most? That Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, all their stories got righted. We got more, and we got better. And yeah. that's what made it better overall. Dude, I'm sorry, but uh, I loved I loved uh, Wonder Woman. 1984? Yes. Yeah, uh, I did too. I love both of them. But I think uh, Cyborg and Flash made that movie. Absolutely. They I were 100% the best agree. They yeah. were so especially, badass. They were. So bad. Cyborg was so especially bad. Especially Cyborg. Cyborg, yes. let me tell you, the story in the Zack Snyder, the, what he got yes. was 
leaps and bo- bounds beyond. I mean, it made him feel. I almost felt like he was like like more of a main character than anyone in that. Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, deservedly so. Like, and, and he was and saving he the day. Been, I've been very vocal about the fact that I think Cyborg is a Titan, a Teen Titan, and should not have been part of the Justice League. I was very upset about that. Well, he was, was like, in both. He was. He was in both. He is technically. In both. He, He's also part of. Uh, a few other ones. Do Doom not Patrol. Argue, Doom Patrol, yeah. yeah. Do not argue DC with me. <laughs> you will bring out the Portuguese. Do not argue. Well, they not. don't have them on yeah. Titans, yeah. on um the show Titans. Well, no, it pisses they, me off. The original well, one, on yeah, Doom they Patrol. had them. That was cool. But he was the original one they had him on. The nine, and I did not want him one? in Justice League. I wanted Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Well, Green Lantern should have been a key port, a key part in that movie because in every iteration of the Justice League, it's Green fucking Lantern right there, and it's Hal Jordan. And it could have been Hal. I wouldn't have cared. Give me a lantern. Hal and Barry palling around. John Stewart. It's just. Yeah, John Stewart and Superman and that that friendship they have there. There's just all these different Justice League iterations. And while I did appreciate what Zack Snyder was able to do, I feel like the studio is holding them back. It was finally a good idea. It was finally a good spot to put Bill Murray in as Green Lantern. God damn it. I know. (laughs) Get him in there somehow. We got to get him in there somehow. I love what they did with Cyborg. It was the first time that I truly appreciated what he brought to the Justice League. Yeah. I mean, it just and, and when he exploded at the sick. end there, when he just exploded to like, when he was going through the city, and he yeah. just has his arms out shooting, and the whole it just, everything's just crumbling. Yeah, beautiful. It was an it was beautiful. It was just a was, masterpiece of a film, and it's one that I would like. Why do you buy Blu-ray? I would buy some. I would buy that as a physical copy just so I could have that. You know what remind me of? It. You know, you know what they did a good job reminding me of is is um. What's the one? What's the one with Star Lord? I'm sorry, I'm brain fart. Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. You know how Guardians of the Galaxy has a lot of hu- humor in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. I felt like Justice League did a good job of bringing that as well. Yeah. There's a lot of humor. Each character brought like their own part. Like, like Aquaman obviously is going to bring a lot of humor. Yeah. And and who else was? And it was appropriate. And Flash brought it was a lot appropriate of humor. for each. Yes. Yeah. Each character. Each character's story, like you said, was done right. Well, even Wonder Woman when she was when she killed that guy, like. She's hardened at that point, and you're endangering women and children and people and everybody. And then right afterwards, there. when she talked to all those little girls and she got down on that hey, girl's princess. level, that was good to talk to her. And it was just, this is Wonder oh, Woman. Yeah. You get the compassion. You get the badass. You get the, when she has a problem, she handles that problem. Like, you got all of that. And Gail and- Godot loved her as Wonder Woman, and I'm yeah. also very proud of her for speaking out about how Joss Whedon treated her because that yeah. Man should never work in Hollywood again. I should. I know. I, I hear that story. I know. I didn't. I don't say this a lot about people because that's a damning thing. But that man is toxic, and he shouldn't be putting out films when you're treating actors and your peers like that. Man. So, well, he threatened it. her career, yeah. and he purposely gave her lines that she didn't want to say that demeaned her character as payback for her not wanting to film the scene of the Flash falling into her boobs and the upskirt shot yeah it's he's a shitty person that's what that is is. he's trying to add that that much sex appeal when you don't need to exactly i don't know but he does it in every in every single thing that he has ever done he has a scene of a man falling into a woman's boobs i don't understand that's his kink and you know i'm not a kink shamer no but but (laughs) even still man the biggest thing about kinks about any of that is consent i'm not a boob shamer (laughs) exactly that's that's the one thing that I just think we should agree that that's just a shitty thing to that do is. because 
when and to pay her back, like I'll just pay back, but that's fucked up. And that's the guy you replace with from with Zack Snyder when he's going through personal tragedy instead of just pausing the fucking shoot and letting the man do what he has to do. Yeah. Because this next story also shows <laughs> the lengths that they went with Batman versus Superman. Remember that hey. one? Well, uh, Batman versus Mr. Superman. Mr. Percy and the old man are with us right now, so how yes, about we say hi to them? Old man, Mr. Percy, welcome, welcome. Frank says he's a troll. He, <laughs> we love your trolling, Frank. And Batman versus I Superman. Think talking to about Joss Whedon, but oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> right, right. We weren't. We don't think you're a troll, Frank. But back onto the I story. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that. We're we're still cool in front of the shop, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman vs. Superman theatrical release was sabotaged by the studio. Batman and Superman Dawn of Justice screenwriter Chris Tiro uh, says the film was sabotaged by cuts from Warner Brothers. The second film in Zack Snyder's DC Extended Universe late Batman vs. Superman was primed to bring together three of the franchise's most popular heroes for a major confrontation. Henry Cavill had made his debut as Superman and Man of Steel, and Ben Affleck and Gail Gadot to debut as Batman and Wonder Woman in the new film. What started out as a promising extension of the DC Extended Universe quickly undercut by studio turmoil and reception to the movie. Tarot seems to think uh, that this is all... This all could have been avoided. The screenwriter tells Vanity Fair that cuts to Batman vs. Superman was ordered by Warner Brothers executives undermined what would have been a solid picture. The studio official demanded 30 minutes of Batman vs. Superman to be cut, likely to increase the amount of showings the film could have in a day. The cuts ultimately sabotaged the narrative. According to uh, Taro, it's likely uh, likely leading to the negative reception of the film. He says, "If you took thirty minutes out of Argo, as they were from as there were from Batman vs Superman, it would make zero sense at all." Critics would say, "What a lazy screenplay!" Because the characters didn't have motivations, and it's not coherent. And I would agree with them. And that's the fault of letting the bottom line and the dollar amount justify your product. It's dangerous when you put all your chips into just making money, 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 because the product suffers. You're not listening to your fans, and that's why people have traditionally favored Marvel over DC. Yeah. At the same time, though, I really don't want to see, and, like, I don't want to, I guess we can spoil... Justice League now, right? A little bit. Oh yeah, yeah I mean it's well, well, I just well, you know that ending with with uh, Batman and and they're gonna be pissed at each other again and fight again and Batman yeah. ruined the world and shit. I don't want to see them fight again. Like they already had their Batman versus Stop Superman. Stop fighting! No, but then they're now they're they're a team again and save yeah. the world. Now they're gonna be bad again. It's it's, it's I it I I feel like there's there's so much more they could do. Look, if they fight again, Superman's gonna be homeless because Batman owns the bank that owns his uh you know. His loans well, on his no, house. Had they taken their time oh, but aren't they rebooting? to do the movies again? in a better order, we would only be getting one fight between Batman and Superman. I know, but I just don't want to see another Batman versus Superman because it I 100% happened. agree with you, yeah. but I'm what I'm saying is we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't be at a point where, oh, yeah. they're going to fight again if they had done it right the first time. Yeah. However, I, 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 I have to rush to put stuff out. 
I do got to say I was excited. Wrong order. True. I do got to say I was excited about Joker with uh, for once. He, oh, that he last great. scene was great. I saw the extended black great. and gray cut, which both scenes, fantastic. I came around on Jared Leto's Joker, and I would watch an air cut if they put it out. I absolutely would. Because that air cut as, like, thriller, you know, drama and less comedy, I think would really hit with the characters he had in it. Especially with this Joker. I feel like they would go a completely separate path. Yeah, than they did with yeah. with Justice League. It would be yeah. a, almost like how and Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. like uh, almost like how um, uh, Marvel did with Logan. How it was right. a completely separate, dark kind of movie. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like they could do the same with that. Like, but I just don't want to see. That I mean, again. because I just remember this. being really surprised that they had gotten someone of Jared Leto's acting. He's such a good actor. The I can't wait to see him in there. Morbius. Yeah, he was so good. And then you uh, made him do that in Suicide Squad. So getting to su- see him yeah. in this was just yeah. like, ah, okay. So this now you're seeing the potential that you could have had yeah. if you just in Suicide Squad, he was, done he it was the so right bad. mother effing he way. Was so bad. And he was like five was, minutes of the movie. I know, but I'm saying that's what she's saying is like there if they would have used him parts. utilized him more in that it would have been yeah. it would have it would have helped that movie out a lot because he's a good actor and i was excited when they showed him like near the beginning of the movie then they're like oh i don't see him the whole time and then he goes down in a helicopter apparently yeah <laughs> like it's yeah. like oh okay uh, well, <laughs> all right that, that, it's that's like, like you Hi, had bye. you had someone who has a history of going all in on whatever character he's playing yeah and in this is what you did with him like, who has an amazing it. band by the way 30 seconds more Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jared. L- yes, that's right. I for- I never right. associated I the two. I didn't know either until I, well, I watched Rec- for, Requiem for a Dream, and I was like, wait, isn't that the guy from 30? 30- I was like, oh, my God. I've heard of 30 Seconds to Mars, and I've, ne- I've heard his name from 30 Seconds to Mars. An amazing I've voice never voice associated so the fucking two. You blew my mind, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Wait, you did I didn't. I legitimately didn't you know. Found that. this out now. I'm zero seconds old when I found that out. <laughs> oh, shit. Like literally, I. No That's idea. how I was when I found out too. Like ten years ago, though. But yeah. What? Well, all right. Wait. Wow. <laughs> Would it knock me down? This is more right. was on heavy rotation <laughs> for many years on my. His voice table. is so good. That yeah. I, that news, dare I say, knocked me to a separate earth. <laughs> like this Just next like this story. I knew it was coming. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. There we go. Because Matt Reeves' Batman is reportedly set in DC Extended Universe's Earth 2. Uh-huh. As Warner Brothers pivots its superhero efforts to the multiverse, it's now being reported that the Batman will be set in DC Extended Universe's Earth 2. Additionally, the report. Uh, from the Hollywood Reporter also claims that except from Bat- the Batman, DC is planning its films to show uh, and shows to share the same universe. This means that the Batman is an outlier, unconnected to the rest of the DC universe. We also heard that they're doing a Superman reboot, and you know rumors and rumblings have always pointed to Michael B. Jordan being Superman and having him be you know Earth Two Superman, and this would be a nice tie-in for the two. And have that as a nice separate multiverse. So, but DC wanting to keep all their ducks in a row and nice in a line, looking like Marvel. Got to look like Marvel. I think that's a. They said they were going to be yeah. embracing the multiverse, and then they say they're doing this by making fun of saying, "We'll go look." It works. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it works. But 
I get, so I get that. Something that's not broken. If it is broken, then find something that isn't broken and do it like that. I get that, but DC can do so much more because with their multiverse, I mean, a lot like any multiverse, they have had just random films and reshoots and reboots and all this, and now they have the prime opportunity that Marvel doesn't. Marvel has to start a multiverse. That's like getting a crank in the front of your car. Yeah, but that they, you gotta but wind. I feel that Marvel has and DC so many, has a regular starter. But I feel like Marvel Marvel has way more opportunities to have. They could have a mul- oh, multiverse. They could start the multiverse with so many different ways. They have more outlets to do that. And they're starting it with Doctor Strange. Technically, you could say it's a little bit tiptoeing in WandaVision because of her powers, mm-hmm. but they are going there, but they had to start the crank. DC I mean, could instantly just crank that. off that wheel, giggity with the Flash. They did it with, like you said, Doctor Strange is showing in it. Yeah. They're also mixing in a little bit of X-Men with with uh, her brother. Yeah. Being fly, uh, that may come into effect. Yeah, and, you know, well, with DC, you also have the Flash, uh, you know, f- uh, with Michael Keaton, you have a lot of you know, promise there with that movie. And then you also have, you know, Aquaman 2, Shazam 2, Black Adam. You have all these films. And reportedly, The Rock is not letting up with Warner Brothers about res- Restore the Snyder Cut. He's not going to let them let up on that. And who's going to say no to Dwayne fucking Johnson? Well, we'll see how the drama bolt does with that. He'll just... He'll just stick it up their candy ass. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick it sideways up your candy ass after shining it real nice. It doesn't matter what you <laughs> They're going to say, will- well, what do you want? It doesn't matter. But you know what? It's going to remember- smell lovely because he's going to be cooking something. <laughs> can you smell um, Do you I remember can. what Earth Gotham is supposed to be from? Did they ever mention that? Uh, well, Gotham's in all of them, but... No, the TV show. Oh, God. No, they didn't mention that. Stargirl had its own one. Even Lucifer. I think that was like 66. Um, Earth 2. And then they had, uh, you know, Earth X, which was the Nazi planet. They did already. You know, they did mix up. They did actually mix the uh, DC multiverse with that as well. With uh, Gotham and with Batman, the show. Yeah. With two characters of the same person. Yeah. Do you know which character I'm talking about? I think there's only one of them. There's literally one character that was the that was in Gotham and in Batman. Do you know who it is? <sighs> no. None other than Lyndon Ashby. No. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Do you mean actor or do you mean actual character? actor? And he played the same he played the same character. In on both. Gotham and in Batman. I'm still sticking with Lyndon Ashby. With the Michael Keaton Batman? Yes. Is it Gilbert Godfrey? No. No. Okay. It's, not, it's Pee-wee sure? motherfucking Herman. Oh, oh, re- right. oh really? He was Penguin's was parents was in Penguin's both, oh, both the show right. and Batman. Oh, wow. That's a deep cut, man. That's a deep fucking cut. I'm really impressed. Damn, you blew my mind twice tonight, brother. Twice now, tonight. that was a really good not segment. Wow. That was a real, yeah, not so. I'm really good at that, though. I mean, that was really great. Very nice. Yeah. I'm impressed. So we have this news with this, you know, with the Earth 2. But with the next story, we have an actor who's also not giving up on this Snyderverse because Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke campaigns kick into gear. Deathstroke's so badass. Yeah. 
uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League has finally hit our screens, and the Restore the Snyderverse movement is gaining more and more momentum. Last I checked, it was like, what, 1.5 million retweets? Yeah, it like broke the hashtag. Isn't... Sorry, Warner Brothers doesn't move for anything less than a billion. Isn't Deathstroke the Titans? <laughs> minimum, then we'll consider it. Yeah. But gotta be least. Well, Warner Brothers said if this post gets one billion likes, they'll restore the Snyder Cut. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't put words in there. I'm just saying though. about it. But <laughs> so maybe. is this another lead way of, of trying to get get the Titans and Justice League together? No. Titans is, I feel, it's separate universe because they cast their own Batman. Yep. That's true. And, you know, you can just have that as a separate universe. They Shit. And with the Arrowverse, they already embraced that. Even and if know, they had their Crisis on Infinite Earths thing, they had that Easter, you know, that uh, end credit scene with Azara Miller and Grant Gustin as yeah. The Flash. And I know the Deathstrokes are played by two separate people, but I'm just saying. I would I, love to see both of them together. Dude, they're, both of them, the, the show on HBO Max, he's a badass. Yeah. And so is. He's uh, by Morales. Joe I Manganiello. think is maybe a foot shorter than Joe Manganiello. Well, so he's I would huge. He's like six foot eight. eight. He's well, huge. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you had like a multiverse where they both come out as Deathstroke and, and one's like. Didn't you see him in Magic Mike? Dude, just do it like the screen. A, he was like, just like a baby's like arm holding an apple down there. Do it like Homelander in the boys, man. Do you know who Isai Morales is? No. Isai no. Morales. He's the, one who's play, he's the one who's playing Deathstroke on Titans. Yes, oh, yes, yes, that's, yes, yes. That's the one I'm saying. That's he's badass. That's what I'm talking about. That's Isai Morales. Yeah, he's badass, but he's still he shorter. He is very badass, but he's much shorter than Joe. That, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying if we yeah, put I'm them short. together. Were you looking see. down on yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. Were you tall? Yeah. yeah. Pretty big. Something against short people, huh? <laughs> It'd be like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito twins, kind of. Wolverine could still fuck yeah. up. Which one? I mean, a... a Comic accurate short five foot four Wolverine. Frank's, yeah, Frank said the same thing. Yeah, Sorry, Rob Schneider from La Bamba. <laughs> from La Bamba. Yeah, from La Bamba. He's the brother from La Bamba. That's what I know him from too. So such a good movie too. And then we see his. Uh, where is it? Right here. We see his tweet, which is hashtag Deathstroke HBO Max. So he's kicking off this and. I would love to see a Joe Manganiello Deathstroke movie. Yeah, they could. I mean, he's got a, such a good story uh, the, behind Deathstroke with his kids yeah. and everything. Oh, yeah, they because really Titans could. with Raven, all that. Yeah. Oh, my God. that was. They, they really could Raven, have, a, have, a, have a Deathstroke spinoff that would be really good. Yeah. Because he's he's not he, – I mean, he's a, obviously a contracted killer, but he's also – has reasons for what he's doing. Daddy went to prison. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, like he has. <laughs> what is this about? You know, you get that classic sitcom for Deathstroke. <laughs> hey, Dad, you left your gun in the fridge. <laughs> Dad, thanks for you punching that bully in the bit. face. You know what I mean? I love my show. You I didn't love have that to kill him, show. Dad. <laughs> I guess you could say you were pushing my buttons. Okay, jokes aside, though. Uh, Manganiello has also recently shared some information about the canceled Batman movie starring Ben Affleck and him. 
uh, Manganello was saying as uh, as well as Deathstroke solo movie that could never come to be. So there was supposed to be a Deathstroke solo movie as well as this Batman Deathstroke movie, which in the Snyder Cut, we saw that end scene with Luthor and Deathstroke. Obviously, he's really killing, getting to kill him some Batman. And, you know, there, that kind of interesting dynamic of what makes this man tick. And, of course, everybody loves Deadpool. This is the man that Deadpool came from, you know, much like everybody loves Thanos. Guess where Thanos came from? Dark side. They played off of each other. Yeah. And one was obviously more badass, but one of them is better at showing it. You know, so you got to be hard, hard pressed to not want this. Between introverts and extroverts for sure. Yeah. And he has a truly a lot of love for this character to be even just, you know, campaigning for this, you know, so he is somebody that I'm 100% behind him campaigning to get this. I want this movie as well. I do not want the Channing Tatum, Tatum Gambit movie. Even? Well, if you had him and Deathstroke and Channing Tatum, you could just be Magic Mike 3. No, there you go. But, you know. I have not seen the first two, so I'll skip the third one. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, will, I, will, I would really like to see this as an HBO Max show, even if it isn't my sitcom idea. <laughs> I still think that it, it's an HBO Max show of Deathstroke really could have some legs. I, I don't. I think, I think as think, a limited series, for sure. I think it have. Oh, a series, like Watchmen. I would go with sitcom. Yeah. And, yeah, like Watchmen, like just season, a single solid episodes. story. Yeah. That one. Yeah, I'm down for that. DC, make it happen, or <laughs> call us. Make it so. <laughs> call, call us. Yeah. Call Zach Snyder. Snyder. Hashtag call so Projangers. We can start that. Hashtag call for Jaggers. Call Chris Bristow. He, he deals with that stuff. He answers the phone more. <laughs> call the old man. He, he deals with that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's like better call Saul. Yeah, better call the old man. Better call old man. <laughs> better call old man. That's our new uh, Netflix Tied show. The pa- pa- yeah, Netflix. Better call old man. Better call old man. <laughs> there we go. Well, there's also another show, which, of course. That was a good segue. Dropped a new trailer. That is Loki. Uh, we know him and love him from Endgame, but his new show drops a glorious new trailer. And booting in, the trailer suggests that Loki got picked up by the bureaucratic Time Variance Authority shortly after teleporting away from with the Tesseract in Avengers Endgame. How many times? What I find humorous out? about this is all of these shenanigans going on. Yeah. Now they catch somebody. Where have you been? That's the long coffee <laughs> break, gentlemen. Where oh, have yeah. you been? It must be in a union. It it turns <laughs> out. Uh, I'm just kidding. My wife's in union. And t- it you turns out by him at. stealing the tesseract, he broke reality in some way, and the god of mischief has to help fix it. However, the TVA is well aware of Loki's fondness for How betrayal. How can he do that if he's always dead? But this yeah. is the thing. They've been fucking with this Tesseract for how long? And they just show up now. Like, I'm... It, well, that's because I'm he on, stepped outside of, all, of reality. I want... I want to... I just want to say right now, I am 100% here for this show. I just think it's funny. Oh, absolutely. Especially Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. I'm down. Jeez, they're two funny-ass people. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, they really are. Like, the one scene with them sitting down, uh, I believe it's coming up, It's they're sitting in the cafe, and he's just like, Loki, I've literally seen you stab like 50 people in the back and he's just like i won't do it again <laughs> i like, want him okay. to be like 
That has to be sold. You're a good guy now. Yeah, that has to be sold, man. Well, he's he's paid his debt. He's just oh, look the way Loki is. This you know Loki has not paid his debt. No, he didn't have his fucking body crushed by Thanos. No, no. Listen, I'm saying though is in general he did Loki have is bad and he and, and he yeah. he has done some shitty things the, the, the problem things. now is he he ha- he does help he, he did help save the world but grudgingly really but he is always looking out for himself that's his only problem now he's just looking out for and himself. this is the stab 50 times Wait. in the back scene and it's just like come, come on, on do it again <laughs> i want to get an owen wilson wow in there wow somewhere. yes we <laughs> have to get a wow but wow. Wow. I, I'm I'm sad that wow. this is we have to wait until June 11th for wow. this. Wow, because exactly. it's so good. Because what we get Falcon Winter Soldier behind the scenes. Maybe mm-hmm. they release some behind the scenes from one of the other numerous shows that they fucking have in there in development. Like I don't know, Mandalorian season two. Going to show me some <laughs> more behind the scenes. Frank said I mean, when you're is- talking. When you're talking about stabbing the back, Frank said, no, I'll just slit throats from here on. <laughs> <laughs> that is a loophole that Loki would go, no, 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 I didn't stab him in the back. I just slit his throat. <laughs> I went behind him and slit his throat. It's much more cordial. It's like a reach around, but, you know, with the opposite results that you want. It's like the stranger. This is just showing how a villain can Loki's be stranger. <laughs> this is why women write to serial killers in prison. You see this? fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He is charismatic. You don't know him like I do. I want him to hit on himself, though. Because there's that rumor of, like, a female Loki. I would love for, like, him to, like, fall in love with himself. I think that would be so perfect for the character. I think that's the thing. I think Loki... I think he already is in love with himself. Well, I think that's the thing, though. If if Loki could find himself a woman that, that would change him and make him good, that's his ultimate goal, and he'd be good. He'd be good. If he had somebody that could... I don't want so him to have boss. that transformative of a character. Any other on. women that are watching this right now, I apologize. She can change him. She can why make him better. Why is it to change him? Why can't he be? Why does she have to do the work? Listen, he should do the work for himself because that's he what knows it's wrong. That's what happens. Guys go go into relationships. Guys are lazy with girls, wanting them to stay the way they are. Girls go into relationships with guys, wanting to change him who they want him to be. Fix her upper. I'm just kidding. Look at it. She's <laughs> she's already thinking of the Portuguese to curse you out in. I already thought of the Portuguese to curse you out in, but my mom might be watching, so I'm. <laughs> so we also get to uh, uh, get to just differentiate the show's Loki from the original timelines version killed in Avengers: Infinity War. The Loki variant is which what they call him. And it sounds like a title given to a a version of a person from an alternate reality. So, obviously, they're well aware of all the different kinds of Lokis and all this. That's why I really love Give Me Loki, but then either Give Me a Loki Season 2 with more of the TVA or just give me a TVA show. I would love a Time Variant Authority show or movie. I can't wait to watch Loki. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Well, they kind of did that with Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, they also released a Black Widow trailer with some new footage that nobody cares about. <laughs> but Loki, though, this is the trailer I really wanted to highlight because this is coming out before Black Widow. What else? Is ever like everything else? Everything, just like everything. Yeah. But, Why are they even going to try anymore? Like, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, There's I'm still. No point. Just I'm still up. sticking by my 
my premise of I'm not watching it out of fucking protest just because you drug her through the fucking mud and now yeah. you're going to put her up on a she, stage like this is our prize horse. Remember what you said about uh, uh, Jared Leto being a good act, an actor? That, that's yeah. her. She, I, I feel like she's in the same boat because she's such a good actress. She could have. That, if they they did really movie, did her dirty. If, if they she did that movie when they should, yes, Marvel female led film. It yes, shouldn't have been yes. Captain Marvel. It should and, have and, been, and it would have been so good because she's a good actress. Instead, Absolutely. she's drugged behind Captain Marvel and Scarlet Witch. She's right. Yeah. She, yeah, she's in the shadows, and it's not fair. It's not fair to her. And she was there before either of them. Yes. And because she was also like an integral part of getting the Avengers together. In yeah, the first she's a place. fucking main. Yeah. They Being really did yeah. her dirty, and I hate it for her. She deserved so much better. Yeah, yeah she did. And I mean, I'm sure Scarlet I, Witch already's got her check, so she ain't worried about let it. Let me let me oh, rephrase yeah, what no. you said. I mean, Scarlet. Did I say Scarlet Witch? I meant Scarlet Johansson. Scarlet yeah, Johansson me, and Scarlet Witch are both drying me, their tears. They, both, with they both got their checks. Adding to what you said, not only does her character deserve more, but she deserves more as well. Yeah, like both Absolutely. the character and her. In the deserve. face of the actress herself, because she's been there since day one. Yep. Yeah. She, you should have done her first. Instead, you show, shoehorned in a mediocre Captain Marvel movie, which also pisses me off because that was your first female film. You yeah. should have done. It should. You hold yourself to a much higher standard for everything else than you did these two women, and that yeah. is. That's it. I'm calling Marvel right now. I, I see the head. Put you on the phone. With I hate. I see the head swivel, but. I, I think that, like you're saying there, Kat, with Captain Marvel, they did kind of phone that in, and they just, I feel like they bet on nostalgia and Easter eggs too much with that, to where they're like, yep. here, blockbusters. It was very lazy. We love blockbusters and 90s it was stuff. Super lazy, and I hated that for her. And Here's I'm, some surge. And I'm wondering, was it like, was it because they had so much going on that they couldn't do it? Or they had to well, choose, like, wanted... which one do we want to do because we can't do all these at once. Yeah. Well, they couldn't do they would Adam. Be take... Well, the, the reason why they were doing that, I can understand for a, by a money thing because yeah. if they did two or three of the of these movies with the Avengers, they're essentially taking money from their other movie. Like, if they had... Well, they yeah. wanted to give her her solo film instead of just introducing her in the yeah. Avengers films. And I get that. But that should have been part of the plan from the beginning. Yes. yes. Don't... It was bad, bad plan. Together, Lyman, I'm like, oh, shit, we should probably put one of her alone before we put it in so people care about her. And then you you made this lazy-ass film. And here's to the point. They mm-hmm, even girl, gave. And, they and even gave Mark, like her. Mark Ruffalo yeah. never got his own Hulk movie, but he no. was still Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but there was still like He was a major part of that Thor and movies, all or... the other films. So yeah, he didn't get he his own, but he was a major own. thing. He was, but there was also, I mean, there's kind of Baxter, cause, but they're all different, but there's like four other Hulk movies. Well, they said that because there's Hulk. already all those Hulk movies that he wasn't going to get his own separate Hulk movie, and I get it. But they, I do think that they made up for it, but they also wrote his character a lot better than they yeah. did. Yeah, they kind of, they were lazy about it. They were lazy about it. And like they the, were lazy the smart it. Hulk thing, I think they're going to kind of retcon that with She-Hulk, especially with him, how Jennifer right. Walters gets her powers through a blood transfusion. I can see that is, affecting is, him and getting him Red in Hulk's it. Man, that too? Uh, I think there were rumors of Red Hulk. Um, that was his girlfriend's dad, right? Yes. The, yes. The general and he's that? the general in like Civil yes. War and um, even in Endgame, he popped up. I'd love to see him turn into Red Hulk yeah. before well, the I actor dies. I was also doubly excited about Black Widow because I thought that they, you know. I was excited for Red Guardian. With their first female-led film, so I was 
hoping that with Black Widow, because she's OG for their yeah. cinematic universe, they would do a better job. But the way that they keep on postponing it, everyone I talked to was like, oh, are they still even putting that out? Like, Well, here's the even- thing. I also think that it would have been better if they had it before the Disney Plus shows because Red Guardian was really highlighting, oh, Russia tried their super soldier serum as well, and here's Red Guardian. And now you have right. Isaiah Bradley, who which I was wrong. Isaiah Bradley came after Captain America. Isaiah Bradley was the answer to Captain America disappearing, and then he went into the Korean War, and then they imprisoned him for 30 years. So it's just I think like Marvel is trying to rush Falcon. right now to, to kick off their, their next phase and introduce all of these people. And with rushing it, they're, they're making the same mistakes that DC makes where they're putting things in the wrong order, and they're not yeah. giving it the care that it deserves. And this is on top of me absolutely loving WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Shoulder. I just yeah. think that with their female-led films... yeah really dropped the ball and that and that sucks for those ladies and those characters somebody who's also rushing things along as me with the next story (laughs) because netflix drops a trailer for jupiter's legacy netflix showed off the first fruits of its deal with wanted uh, kick-ass and kingsman the secret service co-creator mark miller Jupiter's Legacy is a new live-action TV series based on Miller's comics of the same name, which seems to be setting up an intergenerational conflict between a team of superheroes and their potentially less heroic children. So once again, superheroes with daddy issues. Kick-Ass was uh, really awesome. I thought that was a great great movie. It was funny. Kick-Ass was great. I loved Kick-Ass. What's-her-face is um, badass, isn't she? Yes. Hello? Yes, who, who was a hit girl? Chloe. Yeah, hit girl. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. Chloe Moritz, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I really loved about Kick-Ass is their take on it. And that kind of satirical look on superheroes is really big right now, especially with Mark Miller. But I can't help but feel like sat- satirical looks on superheroes are just people with a lot of daddy issues. Yeah. You know, that's where a lot of them, like, look at Invincible. Sorry, kids. Daddy issues. Spoiler alert. Daddy issues, you know? And that's that kind of thing. So I really want some more. I want a deeper pond to step in, you know, Yeah. when I get in there. But this one still looks promising, especially since, you know, Kingsman, Kingsman Kick-Ass. I haven't gotten into that one, but, I I mean, they got, like, what, three films? Yeah, and they're they're not superheroes in that one. Yes. But they're they're just, they're like Batmans. Like, they're... yeah. Like James Cer- Bond. Yeah, James Bond, Secret Cer- Those movies are actually really good. And and I Or like the original, well, I don't want to say they, the original Avengers, but like the Emma Peel They made Avengers. it look like it was yeah. going to be more towards like a kind of like younger crowd movies, but mm-hmm. they're not. Like a, they're surprisingly pretty good. I thought they were actually really good. Okay. I only That's watched the first Kingsman, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I'm def- I definitely want to check them out, and I'm definitely going to try. Yeah. Jupiter's Le- Legacy is an original concept from Mark Miller, but it does seem to be playing on some classic superhero imagery. Uh, Josh Dumal is the utopian uh, pulling a tractor by a hand in what could only be described as classic Superman move. The main thrust, though, is the tension between the older generation's uh, uh, the older generation's a popular, uh, popular idea of superheroics and popular. Do you want to try again? Popular? Yeah. Pulpier. Pulpier? Yeah, wow. Like, like That's pulp. a stupid word. So it's boomers versus Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. And, uh, daddy issues, like you said. Yeah, daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, 
And uh, you know, net in Netflix's words, they're superhero. Uh, they're the first generation of superheroes. But as they pass the torch on to their children, tensions are rising, and the old the old rules no longer apply. That's a good. That's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like it. It's just like like it is any anything else. Well, you look at like, yeah, you had to walk to school barefoot uphill both ways. You look the, at both you know. Marvel and DC, and it's the same superheroes just getting rebooted every time, and then they add in like, oh well, now they got a kid, but they don't expand on that and just let the kid go. Besides, like Flash with Wally West, he took over the Flash's mantle many times and stuff like that. But there I, there wasn't really a lot like this. I feel. Well, you see, like, teenage version of Sears, but they don't have that kind of friction that this show is well, alluding to here, no, which well, I think is a nice, fresh take on it. One one show that is doing that as well is Titans. Yes, yeah, absolutely. As I was saying it, I was like, oh, shit. Even Doom that. Patrol. <laughs> even Doom Patrol is doing good jobs. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those We're, things. We have that a lot of good superhero content. Let's leave yeah. it. Today is, like, all about superheroes. It is, yeah. but Jupiter's I'm Legacy is set to swing on by and premiere on Netflix on May 7th, 2021, so we won't have long to wait for that one. But Netflix also has something else going on in this next story because Netflix and Sony break a deal for film licensing beginning in 2022. So unlike Disney, NBC Universal, and Viacom Bob, Sony notably has not launched a direct-to-consumer streaming service to compete with Netflix. And Instead, I hope to God they don't. They I said, have too many subscriptions. "If you can't beat them, join them." So they're joining with a major deal with Netflix. Sony has inked up a multi-year exclusive first pay window licensing deal in the U.S. that will allow Netflix to first pay window rights to Sony picture titles following their theatrical and home entertainment windows. The studio announced Thursday the typical pay uh, window is 18 months. Since uh, about 2006, Sony's pay TV partner has been Lionsgate-owned stars. So now you're going to get netflix after that theater run i feel like it's home just, release it's just moving like the torch is being passed from netflix to disney to hbo max back to netflix then it's go back to disney it's just like look man as long as i got a place to watch my fucking spider-man and, i'm happy yeah. and hulu's in there yep. like yep. Yeah, i'm here too yep, yep. you know what i mean look now i know oh 2022 i can tune in there i can watch uh far from far or not far from home far from no home. way home the new one let there be carnage. You'll find it on Netflix eventually. And there's that option, especially in this COVID world where money is very cherished. You can wait if you have Netflix and just say 2022 is my year. Yep. Yeah, Netflix will be good in 2022. It will, man. That's no, good right now. What you mean? For no, theatrically. It is good now, but I'm just saying it's like going to be said, It seems like wait, towards its being with, um Gosh, because, I can't remember his name. From, um, Wonder Woman 84. It's good, but it could be better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. It's good, but it could be better. <laughs> For theatrical released films, the pact will begin with Sony's 2022 film slate, which include Morbius, Uncharted, Bullet Train, and the sequel to the uh, uh, Oscar-winning Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, the future, so uh, the future is. This will also include installments from major Sony franchises like Jumanji and Bad Boys, 
under the deal. Netflix, which has been spending billions to build out its library of its own in anticipation of the launch of a studio streaming service, will also have access to the film li- the library of films from Sony, Columbia Pictures, nearly a century-old catalog. Netflix just scored a huge bucket of win. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just something like, wow, man, you have Columbia, Sony. Now you have that Spider-Man itch. Now, you're right. You just need the three Triforce. That's right. I went there. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Just not, you know, live all week. Sure to tip your waitress. Yes. So let there be uh, carnage. Spider-Man No Way From Home. This is a great home for him, man. I think it's a great move for Sony to say, you know what? I'm not going to be Paramount. I'm not going to be Peacock. I'm not going to be not watched. I'm going to be watched on Netflix. And they have... When when was the last time you canceled your Netflix subscription? I had never canceled my Netflix subscription. Exactly. A lot of people have that. And that's the thing. It's tried and true. You go on to Netflix, if you don't have anything to watch, you will find something. Yeah, but they're cracking down now on sharing. Yes. It's just, which is actually going to, I think that's going to hurt all of them. If it they will. just let it go, they're going to make, they're still making so much money. I think once they see the dip, that's when they'll say, no, never mind. And then it'll be back. It's up. just a bad idea all yeah. around to do that. Let them share yeah. it, whatever they want to do. You're still getting paid millions and billions of dollars. You know who else is getting paid millions and billions of dollars and that also has a great idea? Not me. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd indeed. That was a good segue. Paul Rudd meets scroll all the way down to the bottom for this trailer. I need to take that away from you. <laughs> that button, yeah, I'll turn the page. <laughs> Hang on. I will turn the page. Ah. I feel refreshed now. <laughs> exactly. Paul Rudd meets a tiny stay puff marshmallow man in the clip from Ghostbusters Afterlife. So when I was doing research, I was misconstrued here. Bill Murray. I was okay. reading, I think I read that story. Bill Murray was, he said that filming of Afterlife was a pain because he's old and they had a fucking proton pack on his yeah, back and yeah. he had to get up and down a bunch. He just said he was very happy to be. And he said it was featured. awesome. So I'm really excited for this film, and especially since he holds uh, the first Ghostbusters in such high light that I've seen in the in the uh, article that he was at like a film <laughs> festival Sorry. and he was getting an interviewed, and he said the first film was the best, but the second film they hired them under false pretenses. Yes, I read this, and they there. didn't actually know what they were getting into, and he was like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah, so. That's why I'm really excited for Bill and the entire living cast to get this chance. Because from this small clip to where you're adding in Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, you know, Paul Rudd being a fat kid, getting some sweets and shit. And then he sees the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man out the bag. You have the classic, like, Zool music. <laughs> I am the gatekeeper. Where is the key master? And then his instant thought is, oh, look at this cute guy. And they start cannibalizing themselves. They do not care about killing their own kind and making them into s'mores. They have cooks. They have a whole gourmet palette here. Okay? Little tiny ghost state puff marshmallow men having palettes for s'mores and roasted 
cannibalistic marshmallow flesh. So this little clip of this movie I really loved. And if this is what we're getting into with Jason Reitman's Ghostbusters Afterlife, I'm wholeheartedly on board. As a child, I was a Ghostbuster. I love those both of those movies with all my heart. I had a jumpsuit with Thankman, of course. Proton pack. I had the trap, not the cool one that opened up. I, I had did. I had the, the I had that. The one that made sounds. I, I had the one the one that didn't open up and it was cost efficient because it was cheap and on sale and my parents were thrifty. Yeah, we had that. Yep, we had that. We had but I pack. still had a trap though. I had the whole set. <laughs> I could play pretend just like the rest of them. Do you remember like a year and a half ago? Or longer, not, pa- Paul, not particularly. When Paul Rudd had that whole tweet, yes, where he was like, "All I want to do is be in Ghostbusters." Yeah, and look, and now he's there. Yeah, it's awesome. Getting like, grabbing some, you know, devils. They would have been dumb dumbs to not put him in. He is he such wanted. a good actor. As well. He's so funny. <sighs> perfect. Grown ups. Oh my god. Or role models. I'm sorry. Role models. Role models perfect. And you know, I mean, what was it? Best friends, or what was the one he was in with? Uh, it was the Rush thing. Was that role, not role models? It was another one. Yes, man. Not, not yes, man. man. Uh, that was Jim Carrey. It's it's a uh, It was him and Will Ferrell being friends. I no, want to say it was, no. It was somebody else. It, it was, was J- Jason uh, Sudeikis. No, no. Big tall dude, kind of lanky. <sighs> uh, what is that? Anybody in chat? Oh can man, help us. are you still watching? They need you. <laughs> we need help, Chris. We, we need, need you. We need an adult. We're slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. Yeah, that movie. Just Paul Rudd, first off, he's like in his 50s and he still looks like he did. He's, you know, either virgin he blood. exactly the same or, as he did in freaking Clueless. I love or you, man. Androids. I love you, man. I, yes, I love you, man. Fuck, that was Aww. a good movie. I love you guys, too. <laughs> uh, Broadville jokes aside. Jason Siegel. Yes, Jason Siegel, who was in... Um, the one with, uh, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, forgetting Sarah Marshall. God, you guys, another good mind, movie. Thank God. That's what happens. When oh, you sing the weather things. outside is weather, <laughs> but I'm really, I have faith in this. Jason Reitman, obviously son to the director of the original Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Ivan Reitman, which that with this story is with this clip and the lineage, I gotta believe that. With the original cast involved and everything, I think this is going to be a fucking blockbuster, and I think I it's going to really be awesome. I just hope that the fandom, which has always reared its toxic head, yes, acts right, whether you like it or not, act right. They need Mama Cat up there to say, "Hey, no, sit right, up straight." I have a spray fix your bottle. posture. No, <laughs> yes, and a spray bottle. They're not a bunch of cats. <laughs> have you ever been hit with a spray bottle? You'll fix your they tune right up. A bunch of bitches, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the whole agent, uh, U.S. agent fiasco, which oh, uh, people God. are sending him death threats and shit. But another people person you don't want to send crazy. death threats is this next story because it's the only place you go for retro and recent gaming. Unless you're Katarina. The Gaming DVD Exchange at 23 East State Street. You walk in the door and say, Broski. And Mark will come on out and say, Broski, I got that PS5. And I'm also working on other audio drops other than just Katarina is banned from my store. Yes. As well as Kelly and I are twins. Yes. (laughs) That one. Still no, you know, 
you know, 22 and me on that one, 23 and me. No, nothing. You just kind of faith in that. Okay. That's what we're working with. And, of course, Broski. you will find everything from the latest in uh, Blu-ray to retro games right there on the $5 wall where you're going to find everything. You won't find this next story, though, because... Start the crock pot because yeah. it's going to be a long one. Auction-wise, because the super rare Super Mario Brothers game sells for a record six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, like all of us had this fucking game. No, no, no. Just... This one's different. It doesn't have Duck Hunt. I yeah. had that too. I'm yeah. saying, like, had I known that that was going to happen, I wouldn't. That's why it's worth. That's why it's worth a lot. Of money, I know. Buddy. I know. <laughs> After being forgotten in a desk drawer for almost thirty-five years. A sealed copy of Nintendo copy. video Whoa. game Super Mario Brothers sold at auction. I need to understand who had a drawer that remained unopened for over 30 years. What kind of hoarders? Old white man. Situation? <laughs> white guy? Uh, Old white probably guy. Probably somebody who may be older that passed away and had their stuff in like a storage unit or something. For 30 years, nobody opened Grandpa's it. desk? You Old were like, ah, guy. fuck it. The drawers yeah, you were are never full. Listen, it, my you. grandma, rest her soul. She had a living room that we were never. I, I'm, I'm 36 now, and I can say I've been in there one time, in that room, and no one is allowed in that room. That I understand. My aunt also has what I call the untouchable room, so you can see it, but Does you cannot enter it. But however, that's not a desk drawer that just hasn't been opened for. 30 well, years. Well, I don't think That's anyone... Thing I've never child. seen the drawer in 36 years. I've never seen the drawer that they I'm have. I'm sure she has. I don't know, man. There's parts of my house that I could probably not see for 35 years. And I'd be perfectly fine. What part is that? Oh, the basement. <laughs> All the stuff that we keep in the basement. I really don't look down there. I mean, Behind besides, the like, the freezer. Under oh, the, yeah, over there and there. Yeah. Behind the stuff. Cause I, there could be stuff 35 years old. No, no. We've, we're not here that long. I can't but. relate. I can't relate. Yeah, but so I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, uh, this came from Heritage Auctions, which ran the sale. Dallas-based auction company says that the NES cartridge is purchased as a Christmas gift in 1986 and was untouched until the seller found it earlier this year. It stayed in the bottom of my office desk drawer the, this whole time since the day I bought it. Said the unidentified <laughs> seller, it says in the article. Uh, I never thought anything about it until you sold it for half a fucking million dollars that's you know that's the kind of ira that everybody dreams about oh yeah the only thing that i have is a comic book that's worth like uh, 200 bucks or something like that i have a betamax vcr that i'm hoping yeah i ain't got shit i have like like the number four gets me like 50 bucks i completely used and abused every single childhood toy and collectible i was ever given ever and I was actually gifted a lump of coal for Christmas one year. And you fucked that up. I fucking lost it. <laughs> I completely lost it and ruined a nice white shirt, too. So I have nothing to show for it. <laughs> I didn't even have proof that I really got coal. You didn't get coal. No, I really did. My uncle gave me coal. So What a dick. That wasn't an unopened profession and once professionally <laughs> graded. By Wada Games, it had a score of 9.6, an A+. 
According to the news release, which called it the finest copy known to have been professionally graded for auction. This is the best copy of Super Mario Brothers ever. And he had it in his desk drawer for 35 years and fucking forgot about it. That's how you do it. Obviously didn't live in very any kind of high humid climates to where that would be a problem with storing something. I don't know, but it, this particular version went on sale in 1986. He's a very, very lucky man. He's a very, very lucky man. Yeah, and they changed the packaging in early 1997, so a small portion of these were sold. So that's why you pop that shit in a drawer and forget about it, just like that guy <laughs> did, man. It's going to seem silly, like those people that buy, like, two games or, like, they'll buy two comics, they'll buy two of something so they can enjoy one and then hold on to the other one. That's honestly the way you got to do it. If if you want to make half a million dollars by forgetting about something for 35 years. I got to tell you, I've forgotten about a lot of shit, and nobody has given me a half a million dollars. Yeah, Kelly, I'm looking at you. I have given away things that at the time were like, oh, this person likes Star Wars. Let me give them this comic book that I have and now see it on eBay for yeah. $100. And I'm like, you mother idiot. So... Our next story is a delay. <coughs> Deathloop, which is the one where... Um, Hello, everyone. I'm Dean Gabakaba. Hi, Dean Gabakaba. Um, he's delaying the game, and he's apologizing in this video. But Deathloop is the one where it was two assassins, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's like the Groundhog's Day over and over again kind of uh-huh. gameplay. And fans had a lot of hopes for this one. It was supposed to release on May 21st, but now it's being pushed back to September 14th, 2021. So it's got a September release date. A lot of people were looking at this because it's a PlayStation exclusive, you know, and especially if you're one of those four people to have a next gen console. You know, you're really looking for PlayStation Uh, exclusives right now. If you need one, you just go to the game and DVD exchange. They have plenty. Yeah, yeah. Or you go, to the, you go to the scalpers, and they they tell you, Broski, $700. Probably 700 Yeah, $7,000. $7, yeah, $7,000. I like that better. $7,000. $7,000. So this is obviously due to some unforeseen events due to the coronavirus pandemic, and they got to give a little bit extra time. Now, I think, especially after the... Horrible launches that we've gotten with recent games, Kelly, like Cyberpunk, like Avengers, like, you know, a lot of different things that we're going to get a better game by them doing this. And I think that they even said they're, you know, committed to quality and preserving the team's ambitions in Deathloop. So we'll have to see if this is a good move. I think that Deathloop could be benefiting from this. Um, A lot like this next story, which is Metroid Prime's. 2D fan just, just remake Super Metroid. I know. Well, they had that. What was that? You Metroid. can't even play. They don't even have it available for Switch. Was it Metroid Fusion that was on the Game Boy Advance? That kind of copied that same yeah. level and gameplay. So but this one is a uh, Retro Studios' obvious classic, Metroid Prime, is getting a 2D remake called Prime 2D. So GameCube Metroid Prime was fantastic. Took Metroid into the 3D realm and added... It's a fan-made 2D remake. Yeah, and it added everything that was uh, Metroid fans wanted. Now, by reverse engineering that, 
this guy is making a 2D game based off of a 3D game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he's going with it, man. And we're going to well, make a we, board we, game. Then we're just going to ask you to just think about it a bit. I would play a Monopoly, Metroid no, Monopoly any day. Metroid Monopoly? That would be... Oh, I don't know. I would play a Metroid... Or not Metroid. I, I would play a, any Monopoly. Like I hate Monopoly. They had a Zelda Monopoly, and it was at GameStop. I never bought it, and I'm pissed off because I can't find it anymore. And that's Amazon. all I wanted was fucking... Zelda Monopoly. Um, I'm so birth- lost without I'm, you. My birthday's May 10th, just letting you know. <laughs> my birthday's <laughs> we'll May out. 21st, which was the date that you announced at the beginning. Oh, shit. Mine's May 19th. Big bro- we already got we got a bunch of May babies in here. We got a yeah. bunch of Taurus. 26. Yeah, but I don't get to enjoy mine because Mother's 19th. Day is May 9th. So, yeah. Your mother's your fuck. gift, you ungrateful fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so much like a gift, Metroid uh, well, is Prime Two D. The uh, F <laughs> knocking it out of the park with the ladies today, there, Kel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm only messing. Screenshots of the game went up as part of an April Fool's Day joke, but the demo is in fact real, according to forums posted. I had one story that I posted in the family chat, which was they're releasing. Uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen this year. I looked at, I got through the whole story. I typed all the fucking shit out, and then I looked at the date, and it was April first, and I couldn't corroborate it with any other fucking website. And I was like, God damn it, I got got. <laughs> A week late, and I still got April Fool's Godded. Well, because people are still sharing it like it's current, so you think it's safe, and it's not. It's not safe even a week later. It's not safe. Like leftovers left a week old. You'll get some payback. You'll get some payback. <laughs> so we'll have to see how this story turns out with the Metroid. Obviously, you can check it out there. Other fan-made releases like this one, uh, the future didn't look so bright. Fan released uh, AM2R, another Metroid 2 remake. The remake of Metroid 2 Samus Returns in 2017. However, a day later, attorneys <laughs> from Nintendo filed a copyright no, no, claim. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I saw that fucking commercial for like the first time in like yeah, years. It's been on a lot lately. And it has, what the hell? It's <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, wow. Geico commercial. Oh my God. Uh, they really love reusing commercials. Somebody else who's getting reused. Well, that's this next story. Atari. Remember them? Nope. They're not dead yet because they create a dedicated gaming division to make their console and PC games. Atari is easily one of the most recognizable names in the game industry. Uh, While decades have passed since their heyday in the 80s, the brand has uh, lived on through various mediums and owners. Atari now appears poised to return to its roots with the announcement of dedicated gaming division. Atari announced this week that it would be it would begin to restructure its operations to include a dedicated gaming division simply titled Atari Gaming. The company says the new division will focus on retro gaming, specifically through mobile games, licensing, and its expensive crowdfunded VCS 800 console. The business promises to continue to operate and develop its free-to-play mobile games. However, Atari Gaming will shift its development to titles on console and PC with an emphasis on revitalizing classic 
Atari IP for the current area or era. Do we really need Pitfall on PS5? Or, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Fuck yes. For how quickly have you answered? All right, Pitfall man. Pitfall was an amazing game growing up. I don't think you remember. You and I are remembering the same game. We're yeah. I think Pitfall you're romanticizing so awesome. it a bit. So was uh, what? Ga- what? Not Galica. This a series of pits. What's the one with the two them. birds and they run into each other? What was that? Joust. Angry Birds. No Joust. I thought he was thinking of Floppy Birds. <laughs> not Floppy <laughs> Birds or Angry Birds. That's a good game too. I had that on my phone until it got impossible. I couldn't tell if you said good game or giggity, but I was proud of both. I said giggity. 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 Oh, <laughs> giggity goo game. Giggity goo. <laughs> now, Atari's crowdfunded a VCS 800 console. The uh, the business promises. Oh, no. That console. Goddamn fucking Apple. They mouse. even make it sound like it's from still like Atari times. It is. It was an Indiegogo. <laughs> the back- VCS 800. <laughs> it was an Indiegogo backers will get their uh, consoles shipped. Yeah, they'll get their consoles shipped to them now, but they're focusing on single-player games, couch co-op, multiplayer, and online play. Um, the console, it, it's like playing. It's giving the players, they're promising third-party and first-party exclusive games, but they're also giving players the ability to design their own classic Atari games, awesome. beginning with the Atari 2600. And, you know, that's an interesting feature to have in the console, to have that content creator mode. You know, we could get one of these and have, like, a Perjangers and Wallhangers Atari game. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty bucket badass. A lot of people that do that. What other podcast has a fucking Atari game? There's a lot of companies that are doing that, like, Dude Perfect has their own game and stuff like that. All right. Not such an original idea. No. And they just said that uh, Activision started that, like, a couple years ago. Well, how about we go to something new? with this next story. And I know it's new because it was literally just discovered. Scroll on down. We're going for his tweet up a little bit. There it is. The Jedi Master himself, Mark Hamill, has the best reaction to discovery of a new subatomic particle. In a new report from the New York Times, a subatomic particle has recently been identified, which physicists claims suggest that there are forms of matter and energy vital to the nat- nature and evolution of the cosmos that are not yet known to science. With Star Wars icon Mark Hamill joking that this is merely proof of the force, <laughs> while this discovery has yet to confirm that there is a mystical connection amongst all living things, somehow influenced by microscopic metachlorians, Hamill knew that this discovery offered up an unexpected connection to the galaxy far, far away that was too hard to pass up. I and his quote is, very disappointed if he hadn't. evidence is mounting that the force has been with us always. That's awesome. That's exactly the kind of quote That's, I want from Mark Hamill. Exactly. He always exceeds the bar. The bar's already high, but he always manages. He to manages to pass that bar all the time. Dare I say. Um, resetting that tire. The, the force is strong with this one. <laughs> yes. The force is strong with that one. It's, I don't know why. You know, and especially a new Just. particle. 
that that this article is mainly for like science nerds here, but you know, a new particle is exciting in the field of science because they're always developing a, a new theories and trying to explain things, and that's in turn going to help us in technology that we we receive on the back end, giggity. So, <laughs> getting us one step closer to first contact, giggity. <laughs> giggity, 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 giggity. So. I forgot what I was going to say. All right. got me off track. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what, man? If you're off track, somebody else can get you on track. On track to a better home, which is Tony Ho- uh, Tony Brown Homes. We had him on the podcast last week. Uh, he was. You can find him in Drown the Clown, but you can. he can also find you your ideal home and dream home. Do you I got a nice Porsche or Ferrari you need a nice big uh, garage for? Maybe you need a breakfast nook or some other kind of specialty in your life. Tony's going to find the very best home for you, and you can find him right here on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Tony Brown Homes. So you can put a game in and forget about for 30 years. He can help you with that. Yeah. Absolutely. He'll find you the perfect house to find that office desk that you could stash away games and sell them Maybe for half a craftsman with the built-in. I mean. You know, hey, we'll, he'll find you the best one. But – the best one is also going to be the end segment. Oh, shit, I didn't even do my research. Did you do your research? <laughs> you're going to re You guys go really? first. Really? Yeah. Teacher is asking for the homework and you're going to go do the oh, homework I right now? I, I need you to show <laughs> your work. Shit, I forgot the homework. I got to write it down now, but the homework for this week, kids. I mean, I have a few ideas just by looking at it. Just <laughs> shut up and you fucking tell you guys first. Let me I'm texting somebody. I'm not, I'm not looking. I'm just texting. I'm not somebody. looking up stuff. I'm just texting people. I'm ignoring the podcast. It's completely fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, a, I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Matt, why don't you just say Chewbacca and let's go, all right? No. So I wasn't gonna. The end no, segment was. for this week is what is the best animal sidekick of all time? And this one comes from Katarina. And obviously, we're talking about, you know, like the Chewbacca. Got mine. I'm good. Old man. <laughs> I talked with him earlier, and old man said Max from Salmon Max. Okay. I thought okay. that was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. Um, Callie, you said you got yours. Yes. So Confidently. The, I got two. Okay. One for different scenarios. One, like, uh, an actual one that would be pretty cool was, like, serious one would be Lockjaw. Yeah. Uh, from cat uh, has a pl- problem with his slobbering. I know, <laughs> but I stand by that. The, the the good one though is Iago. Oh, oh shit! I always come up with the damn Iago would be fun. Iago from Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, the parrot, yeah. Gilbert motherfucking he, Godfrey. He may tell you, you know, a tsunami joke right after he's Japan gets hit, but besides that, he's going to be a great bird companion. He may try to stab you in the back too. Yeah, really, he's a badass. He, I wouldn't. Don't, I wouldn't fuck with Iago. He's gonna get you fired. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's he'll definitely get you. I'm, fired. I'm looking at Katarina right now, and I see that she wants to like rebuttal this so bad or strangle. I'm one not. Of the two. I'm not going to say anything. She's not going to kick down your dreams, man. Yeah, stop no, kicking me. This is your choice. This is, is who you're standing with, and that's choice. fine. I'm. I'm just surprised. She loves you for you. I'm just surprised because I really thought that this was going to be about. Um, that, that people would pick animals with powers and stuff like that. Well, Yago, I said lockjaw. You did, but 
the slobbery teleporter was not your main choice. <laughs> that's not that's not a good that answer. That is my though. main choice. The the Iago one was funny. It was the funny choice. Still, Iago would be a but good one. But there's nothing wrong with Iago. I'm just surprised that that's where you Powers, like, he's a talking... Well, parrots he's, can't talk. Oh, my God, I'm an idiot. He's really a talking are. parrot! <laughs> <laughs> you know how rare that is! Shit. No, better than that. Well, actually, Kelly... Uh... will sit on your shoulder and do yeah. comedy wherever yeah. you go. It's great. I can choke he's him like, uh, like, like yeah, Jafar does. Want. Like... He's a card. You will still, die. you will still get canceled if you choke him, though. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's Peta, Peta wasn't alive uh, oh uh, as you know popular it when Aladdin There's was so, going on. So much of that in every movie, that you know, like how often right. I haven't watched it, but how often does Homer Simpson right, choke Bart Simpson? A, should I change it to a poo? No, absolutely not. If that's Apu? who you want, that's who you want. There's no, there is no wrong answer. A poo? The the clerk from, from the, the Simpsons. Abu. The, the monkey, Abu, the monkey. Oh, a boo! I was, I thought you said a poo, and I was hey. like, wow, that is very, <laughs> that is just, wrong, that's mister. wrong, Mister. <laughs> no, a boo, yeah, no, that you'd be cool to hang out with. I feel like I let her down because <laughs> he didn't bad. have a fucking right, a super so, ring. I didn't like a chita. A lot of times when the we Green text Lantern the squirrel, chat, there's like thirty missed messages because I'm at work. How dare you say the one that I mentioned in the group chat? I know that's why I was mentioning it. Like I the, didn't know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't no. even know the question because no, I'm, I'm she's so, talking to me because I said yeah. T'Cha because T'Cha oh. was a green. She she, it was a super powered squirrel. You're just that mad had a green lantern ring. You're just all over us right now. Yeah. Well, sorry, mom. It was a it was a squirrel with a green lantern. That's something they get mad at, you know. But no, she mentioned that in the chat, which that I is did. kind of along the lines of what she was thinking, you know. Because my immediate well, when one I said was, the best, you know, like I did mention Chewy, and he doesn't have any superpowers. But I was just kind of like, but I wasn't expecting anyone to pick like Iago. Not that it's a bad pick. It's just that's not where my mind was at. That's if that. Well, I, like I said, I didn't even know about it. Like he first. He is an excellent sidekick. It's yeah. more he of is. a thing. Hands I down. Like, hands down. Um, yeah. I ju- it just wasn't where I, you, it just didn't go where I thought it was going. So, where are you what going? What about the dog? For, what, about the, what about Hercules from Sandlot? Okay. Oh, shit. He becomes wow, their sidekick. He does become their sidekick. All unsuperpowered choices from you. Like, which goes to show Not, a good boy is a good boy. I'm saying all, un, all unsuperpowered choices from you. Like, I don't know. That's kind of Watch a. Watch a superhuman dog or super. What was the, what was, what was the, uh, uh, the purifiers from X-Men? You're like the purifiers. You're just against the mutant gene and superpowers. <laughs> You're like, yeah, what about, what about Hercules from the Sandline? He was a great, he was a great sidekick and the talking parrot. <laughs> but no, cat. Where are you? Okay, what about the owls from from uh, Harry Potter? How about you that? You know, Hedwig was something that I thought of because he is right. not necessarily magical, um, but he did take a look. Well, an owl that could fly that a magic long? bullet yeah. for See? Harry in film. So See, now we're on the same page. All right, okay. <laughs> stop being mad at me. I wasn't mad at you. I, I was never mad at you. I got mad at him because he took my one of my answers. Yes. So what is right. so that what is, is your answer besides the Green Lantern okay. squirrel? Um, crypto. That's good. Oh, that's a good one. It is a good one because crypto. Obviously, you got a Kryptonian dog, which looks a lot like I don't know, like he's a, the goodest a, boy. Is he like a, a not a boxer? I guess like a. 
I don't want to say like a Great Dane, maybe like a lab. It's a lab. The lab, like a white Is lab. Is he a lab? I know that he was. I think he was a lab for the. He's for like Titan. a in Titans. He's like a lab. Yeah, but he's like yeah. a mix. Yeah, he's like a, a a German Shepherd lab mix kind of thing. Man, yeah. Could you imagine um, getting that dog comic, excited for treats? Kind of look like a Great Dane. Are you? Did you? Is everyone caught up on that at all? At all in Titans? Titans. I'm yeah. all caught yeah. up. I watched both seasons. I'm sorry, but when he. When he flew out the window, I was kind of like laughing my ass off. When he got captured and she let him up, she's like, all right, yeah. take me to boom, this goes through the window. Just... But the, the thing that cracked me up is you are in a super secret, highly secure lab, and yeah. then you just have a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case you want to look at the scenery. I think it's like, I think I would have bought it more if he just like went through the concrete wall. Like they're like, oh, if it was because he was like in this Kryptonian like cage that he wasn't able to do, or he had the collar, excuse me, that yeah. he wasn't able to do what he could do. Like they, go, they go through a tiny, go through like tiny egress window. God damn it, <laughs> Johnson. I told you not to add that window there. Which is like not even big it's enough for her and the so dog to funny. fit. Yeah. It's not even big I, enough for I, her and crypto yeah, to fit. That part was just like, I almost would have rather yeah. it all been concrete. And it just showed his power of him being able to like burn through that. No problem. Yeah. Then yeah. like, like the whole show was like a 10 out of 10 for me. And then he did that and it kind of dropped a little bit. Cause I was like, I understand that's, where you're going. I understand what you're trying to do there, but come on, that was a little. You guys, lazy. you were lazy with that part. That was lazy. That so, was 100% lazy. They big brother. Even just like brute force going through the concrete. Like, that would have worked out better. better. Instead of a tiny egress window that they couldn't fit yeah, through, she would have gotten shards of glass all over her. It yeah. was it was a little bit redonkulous. What's going to have a lot less glass is Big Brother's answer. Go ahead. I was going to go with Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. He's got a kick. Oh, that's good. I think he'd get annoying. We went a lot of Disney. We went a lot of Disney tonight. I think he would get annoying, so I'm going to go with Astro. Oh, from Jetsons? Yeah. Wow. He'll be less annoying, and he'll just. All right. He'll just. I think I know what Matt's going to go with. No. Mr. Link. No, no. He is already my sidekick, but (laughs) I am actually going to go with Daxter. From Jack and Daxter. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Just like me, me and him, we'd have a great fucking time because he has that kind of schlocky, you know, corny humor. I think we, we'd we be best friends. We'd be best friends. Link would get really jealous and try to eat him, but, you know, he'd make funny quips along the way. And That's it'd be totally worth it. To eat Kelly every time Kelly's here. Yeah, just the, just he the calves. Scared the crap out of Remember I fell out of the chair that one time? Yeah. Yeah. It's a podcast. I don't know. It's a low Two. digit one. It's below a hundred, I think. No, it's over a hundred. It, it was after the cackle. Yeah, we were sitting here. Yeah, it was after the cackle. I think it was the same day. It might have been that same day. Yeah, he, he was very confused. Too much attention. Yeah. I wonder if one of you guys aren't looking if he's trying to bite the ankles of the cackles. No, no, he's no, he's no. not doing that. He is sitting on the futon out front now and suns. You know, he'll lay out in sun. He gets his tan on. But that's about as far as he goes. Occasionally, we will sit the cackle. He's a very uneventful sidekick, I will say that. And he does follow me like a shadow. So, he is very much my shadow. Nobody went with Gleek or any um, marsupial. Yeah. Or no, what would you You said Lockheed as well as in chat. I did. uh, With Kitty Pride's dragon. How could you not want a Ooh, fucking dragon? I just got two of them that are really good. But the uh, one I, I the one Falcor I mentioned in chat—that's what I was gonna go with Falcor. Falcor, yeah, I mentioned that. The one I mentioned in chat is so much better. Red Wing from the comics, yeah. Falcons, yeah. Red Wing, Red Wing, because Falcon had communication with him. So I feel like this bird would know how to react with people, and he's also a vampire bird. 
about, he regenerates, man. You can't kill him. What about Artax? Artax had depression. The horse? Yeah. Do you know that he that Artax was given to the to that character? Atreyu? In real life, I mean, after the movie, like there was the a whole, there was that whole uh, thing where they're like, "Oh, the horse actually died in the movie and never did." They actually gave the horse to a trace. No, that's why I just said like he had depression because he just wouldn't move anymore. He just like he just sunk into the into so the wait, into the nothing. You're saying Macaulay Culkin didn't actually die in uh, that one movie when he got stung by bees? Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, but he, but he did in the Good actually, Son when he, he fell off the cliff. There's just so many Culkins when his mom can't. let him go. Wow. So Scarlett Johansson is still alive and well. Apparently her and... Oh, thank God. It's apparently okay. her and Loki can die. They're, they're, they're Kyle from freaking... Yeah. Um, South Park. They just keep well, dying. Well, there is that theory that... You killed Loki, you bastards. ...all the stones that she might have been brought back. So now they got the stone, stone back. Why? They got the stones back, you know? Don't you know? Why? I'm channeling Arnold Schwarzenegger right now, and I don't know why. It sounded like you were from You the got the Midwest. stones. <laughs> they got yeah, the stones back. Get, the, get stones. the stones. No, she sounds like she's from the Midwest. She's like, get the stones, don't you know? Oh my gosh! I somebody was. I was watching get a podcast earlier. A friend of mine that they were doing the. You did it again. You watch. I was watching Bobby a podcast. And he said, you know, Bobby's world from his mom. Have a bun fire. I loved Bobby's world with Howie Mandel show. That was an Bobby's world. Awesome <laughs> cartoon. But just the way that she did the don't you know, I love that. So Doug Funny's dog pork chop. That uh, would be oh, a fucking man. great sidekick. That or is the way to Rocco Modern Life's dog. Oh, Spunky! <laughs> Spunky! <laughs> yes. Remember when Spunky falls in love with a mop? Yes. <laughs> you know goes what? In the closet comes out like, uh. Spunky wins it. So I think Kelly's the ultimate winner of this end yeah. segment. Well done with your non-superpowered. And, of course, sidekick. we end off the podcast every week with the same the same way with the thank yous. To you, of course, loyal wall jangers. We want to thank you, Hector Roche, William Pace, Mark Gervais, Mike G. Brown, Wendy Brown, Tony Brown for all liking, commenting, and sharing out our podcast. Thank you, Tony Brown, for being our special guest last podcast. We also want to thank, you know, uh, all the people that contact or uh, you know commented this podcast, Frank Percy and and, and all, Mark Gervais and such. We want to thank uh, you know everybody out there on the YouTube and the uh, uh, the SoundClouds and everybody that I can't see who actually likes. So I just want to say before we. Completely go. Yeah. That because we're talking about never ending story. Yeah. Tonight I'm gonna stream my game stream. Yeah. And I'm gonna be doing a never ending story trivia tonight. So Okay. So if anyone wants to watch, I'm gonna do a bunch of trivia trivia questions and you can win whoever gets the most questions right and then in the hour Speaking of trivia win ten dollars. No, they'll win a Kelly Collins cutout. Speaking (laughs) of trivia, did you ever get that Game of Thrones trivia book from I did. it's at home. Okay, okay. I, I just wanted to check because I know you're big into the trivia there. That's a huge thing a with the I've giveaways. I've won, what's it called, uh, Quizzo at the bar like 65 times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Amanda's going to join you because she says it's her favorite movie, so maybe just Ooh. give her the $10. <laughs> just give her the $10 now and it'll be done. But that's where we're going, and that's we also, of course, we want to thank Amanda Miller. She's always been liking and commenting out on the podcast a bunch. And, of course, we want to thank you and... I always promise it. This is a long, drawn-out goodbye. 
I'm Matthew Bugrell, the Matman. To my left is Kelly Collins, our Iron Kelly. In the projector box is Katarina Thermoscara, wonderful woman. Producer, big brother, mascot, hero time, Linky Doodle, ready for super crazy outside time. But of course, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Of course, game on, Wall Jaggers! Bye-bye! We'll see you then! Uh-oh. Oh, we're going to end it. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're going to end it. I'm not here <laughs> to say it. Oh, shit. I was oh, God. oh, God. I was grabbing the wrong mouse. Oh, oh God. We're going to end it. Oh, God. Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our island character. Ah, uh, we're ending it. And it's done. I'm so pissed that I left my fucking tablet at work. So I had yeah, to use. I had to use that because I can see it. Well, yeah, you can see it, but it's like I could. I left it at work, and yesterday I was like, "Fuck, I'm not driving all the way to work just for that tablet." But then I realized we have lug nuts, and Big Brother logs in to my Google so he can write the stories and everything. So I could just fucking read right it right off there. It was great. Um, and his battery is awesome on it, dude. This fucking little Mac laptop is older than Sin. It's like. It's like but, <coughs> my God, dude, I am loving. The battery life on this Mac is 7,000 times better than my own fucking lap, or my own, uh, you know, uh, phone. I am loving my new PC. Yeah. I hooked it up last night. I got a new gaming PC, so. I my, talked to old man and I, I was about what I wasn't sure about, but you get his RAM, dude, you're fucking dude, set So, here's the thing. Shit. Like, when I was playing, like, for example, I was playing on Steam. Yeah. Uh, ah! But anyway, if I was playing on Steam... I still really enjoyed that. I was just hitting my jewel. I was recommended an Acer Nitro 5 15.6-inch gaming laptop AMD Ryzen 5. If you don't have a place to permanently set... I have the same. I have a a, a AMD Ryzen 5. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're going with anything gaming PC-wise, you're going to get more of a life out of a desktop rather than a laptop because the desktop... He has my original desktop PC that I bought my first one. I could play. He's using. So what I could do for this new beefy one that he bought. But I wouldn't want a desktop only because like the reason I got my tablet was so that I could bring it with me everywhere. Because when I go to conventions, when I go to my mom's, I wanted something for grab and go. And you know that the issues that I've been having with my Chromebook, because it's Mm. on Google, nothing works. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, we bought a. In. We actually bought a Chromebook, and we ended up returning it because we couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. Exactly, and you know, well, like it still. worked for what it was, but now that I'm doing more things, this is not yeah. like, especially with the yeah. pandemic and having to do Zoom and and. Yeah, all you these went other... from like twenty percent per janger yeah. to like I'm eighty five percent per janger. Oh yeah, no, I'm actually I'm more inclined with a, a desktop myself because any kind of it. laptop I've gotten has just you know shit out on me. As opposed to the quality I've gotten on that, not to say that now, I don't think she can. When hear I was when I was gaming on a PC lap like a laptop, mm-hmm. it was still awesome. Yeah, but my I, last the, gaming the length I find was is also better. a laptop. I had an Alienware M11X back. Yeah, back that's a, in, Alienware makes oh yeah. really good gaming. That was like me. back in two thousand and here's six, the, seven something yeah. like that. Here's so the crazy thing with with gaming PCs though; it's like coming around. So. It's like going in circles. So like I like, I remember when I bought an Acer. Yeah, an Acer computer was like cheap. Just came Acer yeah. just came out, and it was like this cheap PC for work. 
or for school. Yeah, a little Acer. And, yeah, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden now Acer's making like premium fucking gaming PCs. Yeah. yeah. And, and and all these Alienware got bought out because they got all the cheap schmucks HP to buy the fucking was, HP was like not a Acer's gaming early computer. on. Now that's now becoming a gaming computer. Now you got I buy power and then yeah and then this yeah. one yeah and, that and this Acer's seven hundred and twenty dollars. I just mine I just got was uh like nine hundred and fifty. I think it was like yeah. nine eighty. I would rather not say how much money I spent on my desktop because well, it's actually quite there. a lot by now. Because well, that's I've, what I did too. I've transferred stuff over, and this is my second build, but I've transferred stuff over. I'm going to buy, like, I'm going to get another, either an i9 or an i7 chip to put in there. And yeah, good luck. Right. Another, wait for well, the Alienware oh, was like I wait just to save up for it. There's a bit of a chip shortage. Yeah. yeah. And they're costing, you know right I mean? now they're like, going for like $1,500. Like, yeah. When when I got my Alienware, I think I spent it was over a thousand dollars for that. And yeah, yeah. At the time, time, at the time, yeah. It, the other... it lasted me a long time. Yeah, and, and that... I ended up giving it to my nephew when I stopped yeah. like gaming, and he needed a laptop, and it was already older. I mean, he was still able to play whatever game it was, but it was like the graphics card and stuff was. Yeah, not that's the other thing. Enough. When I built my first computer was in two thousand and five, yeah. right? It was it, it was 2005 when I built it, and I got all my parts from Newegg. It cost me like $1,500. Yeah. That right now, if I would have built that now with the parts I had, I could buy all the parts for $200. Oh, yeah. Like, it was shit. Oh. But it cost 100%. me $1,500 then. Yeah. But now it's like, that was shit. I want to say it was like 1200 bucks if, if I remember correctly. And I even had like the little personalized plate Last that said Portuguese Princess built a on it. was 1991. So, hey, did you like how I did use the um, commercial break to apply my lipstick? I <laughs> did. Yes, I did. So that was very nice. So that new PC I got. Yeah. When I was playing with the old one, I couldn't. So I could play, like, say, for example, PUBG. Yeah. I could play it, but I had to play on all the lowest settings. Yes. And I couldn't stream and play at the same time. Yeah. With the new one, I had it on the highest setting of streaming and the highest set game game settings and had no problem streaming. How proud does that make you feel? Dude, I was so happy because I couldn't yeah. even stream it. I was like, man, I've been playing this. I've been doing really well. Yeah. I love this game. No one else loves it because it's an older game. And you have you, either people love that game yeah. or hate that game. And I love that yeah. game. And I love Warzone too. But at the same time, it's like well, everyone fucking plays it. It's just like him with ESO. Yeah. You love playing a game. Like and you... there's still a community behind it to where, you know, that's when I was trying to tell him with ESO is that people will oh, look at people great. who know experience. You're experienced in it. You know the quips. So somebody yeah. is more likely to go to you if they're like, you know, I saw this game. It's kind of interesting. But this guy has a lot of knowledge, and now I'm more inclined to hop into ESO because I got Big Brother telling me, like, well, oh, really this is the build you want to go if you want DPS and all that. Real-time strategies and, like, Command & Conquer. No one mm-hmm. yeah. likes that anymore, and I wish they made more games like that. Don't. Yeah, they don't. And two, don't do I remember the original. games like yeah. me, me and Chris both are super into Diablo. Yeah, mm-hmm. both of us are like extreme knowledge on that. Yeah, game. but they're making new ones of that. No, they're making, well, they're making Diablo Four is coming out, but then Diablo the re- Two remake. Yeah, the remake. I mean, yeah. the guy I played. Oh with, yeah, I can't wait. The only one that I played with any kind of regularity was City of Heroes and City of Villains, and then when that went, mm-hmm. I kind of stopped gaming completely. Okay. But now that they have those private servers. Um, and people are playing it, it's making me want to kind of jump in. But I also kind of feel like I'm going to end up spending all this money on a gaming laptop, go into log into City of Heroes and be like, uh, it's not the same. I don't have the same attention span and all that that I had DC, back then. Forget it. DC Universe Online. I tried that. I have to go. Yeah. yeah. I have to go. All right, buddy. 
Yeah, we're gonna end. Yeah, this we're all, we're all gonna end it. Because I gotta it. pee anyway. But we rambled on long enough. Till next week, gang. Love you all. Bye, Kelly. Love you guys. Bye. Be safe. <laughs> Kelly's almost squashed Lincoln and nibbled his. Yeah, Kelly's gonna try not to be eaten like a chicken nugget. <laughs> Don't overclock the host. <laughs> that big brother is blocking He's him, and it's so fucking food. hilarious. He's gotta go after him. Oh my god. If All right, have a good night. Bye, cat. Bye. <laughs> he is not a chicken nugget. Doodle, get over here. Come on. Fruits? Retina. I think it's called fruits. Hold on. It's something on now. Sea Spiracies on Netflix. Yeah. And I was looking at that one. But I was like, uh It was so good. It was not at all. I just when I, I watch it... those documentaries sometimes, I feel like they're just trying to shame you for anything that you normally well, do. Well this actually actually isn't doing that. It's like okay. he started off on one path and then realized like like a lot of things, they push this one narrative and so you're so hyper focused on this one thing that you don't see this huge, huge problem here. Mm. Uh, and it didn't actually like, I didn't like, it didn't come off as preachy to me. I don't want to like give it away because part of it is like the kind of shock of finding out the information. Um, but it's not what you think it is. And it's only like yeah. an hour and change. So it's an easy watch. Now, Exterminate All the Brutes is something about um, the history of colonialism and racism in the world. Okay. And it is like, it's a series. It's a docu-series. So there's several episodes. I've watched the first two episodes. And, you know, I knew already being Portuguese and Portuguese history is definitely not a good one. Um, As a lot of people are finding out about their own histories if they're fairer skinned <laughs> like right. the history of what absolute shits we were um oh yeah man i'm eastern european and yeah we were absolute hard people and i'm western Euro- european and we were no better <laughs> by, any, <laughs> by any stretch of that imagination there and um but this really deep dives into like the history and the paths that they take and and the guy who did it, the filmmaker, he did a really beautiful job of showing the Americas and maps where all the indigenous were. And then as, you know, colonization was happening, you see just kind of seeing all of this erasing. And some of the, the factoids that come out of this are like truly, truly heartbreaking. Yeah. Within a year, I think it was, I don't remember now, um, it was in South America, but I don't remember if it was Brazil that he was talking about or, or, um, Paraguay or Uruguay, it was one of the the, the South American countries. Ninety percent of the indigenous people gone within the first year. Wow, wow. Ninety percent, and all because we were like, we thought we were better, so we just took it. We like we literally just came, and we took it, and we killed them, and we enslaved them, and and we brought disease to them. Yeah, uh, killed their crops, killed their you know, killed their livelihoods, and all just because genenetics yeah yeah so it's it's disgusting like like i know 
I know we were trash, but like we were oh, fucking yeah. trash. Oh, horrible and people. Unfortunately, and unfortunately, there are people like that right now. Oh yeah. In that power. is the sad and, part. And it's even more gross. Yeah. I actually had to stop watching because I was just getting so like like it was just feeling so heavy on me. And I, I watched a leftover baking competition on Netflix just because I needed to watch something fucking stupid. For, yeah. For an hour. Yeah. I mean me no ideas for leftovers because these people were making like gas streaks and shit. Look, man, it's a very fan service anime, but Food Wars, it's on Hulu and, like, I think a, co- a couple other ones, like Funimation or whatever. Um, but the way they actually cook is, like, really awesome. And it's, like, yeah, there's the fan service to where, like, when they bite something, their clothes are off and they're naked. But it's... <laughs> You know, it's that funny kind of joyous, oh, that's like the fan service you were saying. Oh yeah, no, and it's it's women and men that are just instantly like, "Oh my god, this is the best burger I've ever eaten," and it's like that. So, you know, Do you have a guest today? No, no guest today. I'm working on console wars next week. Old man is doing house stuff, and right, right. Twitchy Wilson is being Twitchy Wilson. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I said. Twitch. So last night, well, he got a new rig, and he was getting a swing set uh, for Charlie. And I was wondering if he was going to be on. He said, I should be good. Uh, I know I have a swing set to pick up tomorrow night, but I'm not supposed to put it together until Friday. I'm like, all right, that's cool. And then he showed me the uh, new PC rig he was getting, which is an AMD. Really nice. Old man's hooking him up with some more RAM, and it's going to be a real powerhouse. Um and then I, today I, sa- I sent him a message. I said, hey, buddy, are you going to be live or just a Zoom call? He said, And then he says, now this sounds like a song lyric to me. He says, oh, now feel it coming back again, like a rolling thunder chasing the wind. I'm a leaf chasing the wind that's firefly. How that's is that said. an answer to whether he's going to be coming or not? So is he saying that he's been skewered by something by the reavers? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if he's like, up. Oh, I'm in the hospital, but I'm gonna go ahead and be clever, or I, I don't know what that means. And I said, I texted him back. I don't know. WebMD says it could be cancer, and is that a yay or a null? I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. Watch how I soar. He really quoted something from Firefly from the one cast member that dies. <laughs> wow, what the fuck? Oh, now I feel it coming back again like a rolling thunder chasing the wind. That is just I I Now I, we're into Phil Collins? Know. I don't so know. So he's just lost his mind. Yeah, Big Brother says it sounds like Tom, uh Tom Petty, but I don't know about that. No, the one that you were saying I can feel it coming in the air tonight? No, wait, what did you say? No. What did um, you say it again? Now, uh, oh, now I feel it coming back again, like a rolling thunder chasing the wind. I constantly have, like, step-by-step and other sitcom music playing in my head, so I can't really be sure. He's parking now, little shithead. We're going to find out. (laughs) I have no idea. I was just like, what the hell? Wait. 
I can feel it coming again. I can feel it coming again, like a rolling thunder chasing the wind. I know that song. Wow, he's going ham. Oh, I feel it coming back again. Pearl Jam. Like you know? rolling thunder chasing the wind. Is it Pearl Jam? No, it's live. Isn't it live? That's lightning crashes. Yeah, that does. Yes, yes, you're right. Live. Okay. That one. Wait, is somebody having a baby? <laughs> I don't know. That's so confusing. <laughs> I know. Oh, I feel it coming back again. Like a rolling thunder chasing the wind. Voices pulling from the center of the earth. Yeah, that's life, right? Yeah. I can feel it. That was like their only song I know. And that was from some kind of tragedy that happened, wasn't it? Like a school shooting or something? I believe so. I'm trying to remember my no. password so I can look at my news. Your password is so cute. Adorable. Exclamation point. Hashtag three. Hashtag three. Why doesn't your <laughs> scroll wheel work? Ah. I'm going to need another beer and so Lightning. Oh my god, now that sucks gonna be stuck in my goddamn head. I'm getting um, the Johnson and Johnson shot on Tuesday, so I may not be on if you guys do it on Wednesday if I'm not feeling well. Okay, understandable. And then that weekend, I'm going to Maryland. Oh, it works the other way. I was scrolling the wrong way. I was scrolling like on this thing. Oh, so you just. I like that you leaned into yeah, the. I'm not a Mac too. guy. <laughs> yeah, let's let's blame it on the Mac. That's it. Ooh. We are blurry. Dum 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 dum. Not blurry enough. I'm just gonna, you know, apply lipstick while you're doing that. Oh, where the hell is Kelly parking? Narnia, clearly. On this street. He's trying to park on this street. Yeah. Or yeah, no, that's going to that's gonna take a while. 
Two doors <laughs> down? Or- <laughs> He's probably going three blocks down. I don't know. <laughs> no, in this neighborhood. You, you don't have um, off-street parking? No, it's like... Uh, what's parking around here besides a headache? Um, Every man for himself. Yeah, essentially. It's like that in Rhode Island, too. Actually, when I lived... In the apartment that I lived in before here, before I bought this house a decade ago, it was on street parking and nothing, nothing used to upset me more than just coming down my street, just wanting to go home and then having to go three streets down oh my God. to park and then walk home. Or like in the winter <sighs> when we had shoveled out our cars and then immediately somebody's in it. Like, Yeah. <sighs> So when we were looking to buy, uh, I bought the house. Um, when I was looking to buy, I was insistent of a driveway. Like they had us go to one house and there was no driveway, no, no, no. Like I didn't need a garage. I just needed some place to park that was not on the street. And when they're like, oh, no. Uh-oh. is that a burglar? It's our guy, our Iron Kelly. What's up, buddy? story. Sit on down and enjoy the fire. Cat's telling a story. Put in a, a driveway in. We were like, nope. And then I did not even go into that house. If I wasn't going to be able to have somewhere to park. Vaccinated. That's all. Yeah. I've applied to four different places. I, I put I was obese and I smoke. And no callback yet. I haven't even tried because I figured I'm just not in that age range to where they care. I'm a mental health worker. He, so, did, he already got it. He's vaccinated. I'm really upset that oh. you didn't get my, my reference. Man, Dude, we thought it was Pearl Jam, and then Kat was just like, no, that's live. Oh. And I was like, fuck, you're right. That is live. You because I remember as soon as she said live, I remember the Preston and Steve. Uh, Her placenta falls to the floor. <laughs> First of all, you're talking about the one Firefly character that dies. And then you're talking about placentas on the floor. We're like, what the hell is going on? Oh, uh, I didn't know that either. Coming back again. What, I'm a leaf on the wind? Shit, I didn't. I didn't change this at all. Oh, I'm really big in that one. Can you hand me Uh. that keyboard? This one? Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, so he said, are you going to be live or say, or on on Quarantine Box? And I was like... I don't know why I didn't put that together either. I just responded either. with... Oh, uh, fee. I, I responded with that line, and he was like, so you... And then you said something about WebMD. <laughs> yeah, I said, no, WebMD says that's cancer. <laughs> and then and you're like, so you come... <laughs> so is that a yes or no? And I'm like, I guess I'm showing my age here. <laughs> I did immediately say, I'm like, that sounds like something I've heard before. I've heard that in a song. They both said it was very familiar, but I immediately thought Phil Collins because he was like, I can feel it in the air. I can feel it coming in the air. When I had him repeat it, like part of the song started to play in my head, and then when I started singing it, and he's like, oh, that's Pearl Jam. I'm like, wait, no, that's live. But Uh, I think Pearl Jam did too, didn't they? I don't know. What, that song? No. Some lyrics similar to that, but no. I confused that live song with Pearl Jam for some reason. I don't know why. So the song, I love live. So, But, but the lyrics you were saying. I live yeah, live. And, uh, uh, not Lightning Crashes, the other one you are just singing. Oh, Phil Collins? Uh, excuse me. 
Sorry. Uh, yes, Phil Collins. That song was redone recently by like a heavy band, and it's actually really, really, really good. I oh, tend to really like heavy metal covers of. So then you need to get the like pop, pop goes punk CDs. Like yeah. I really like Apocalyptica, which is the exact opposite of what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the pop goes punk CDs is pretty good. Like they have. There's this one. There's there's weird because they have a lot of older songs that got heavier too, but they also have a lot of newer pop songs that went heavy. Like, uh, like I used to like this band Silverstein, and they did a lot of them. Um, but uh, let's see. There's the uh, I I loved not to cut you off, but I always loved uh, Goldfinger because they had that one CD, which is Darren's Coconut Ass, which was all covers. Yeah. MXPX had on the cover, which was all covers, and MXPX uh, covered. Uh, uh, you spin me right round. No, <laughs> that one, and they also did. No, they did a uh, uh, aha take on me. Ramones, the KKK took my baby away, is one of the most infamous covers that they do all the time because the Ramones love that band. Ramones are amazing. I like the Ramones too. But also, uh, damn, a bunch of yeah, you're right. A bunch of punk bands fucking cover a bunch of heavy metal stuff. But when you get heavy metal, like fuck, uh, what was it? Uh, Sound of Silence. Yeah, that's Disturbed. actually. Yeah, and you, if you actually talk, uh, there was a thing. There was an interview and then, with Simon, uh, uh, Simon, or yeah. Garfunkel, one of the two. Yeah, um, that were saying that they actually enjoy his version better, and his actual version, I believe, is so good. He's actually got a really, really good voice. Oh yeah, disturbed. And uh, what was it? Five Finger Death Punch with Gone Away. Dude, that, that hits you right in the it fucking does, feels. It does, but that song didn't need to be covered because the Offspring version is so good. I didn't actually... I love the Offspring version, but then it gave me a new appreciation when I heard that version because yeah. I was like, oh, Five man. Five Finger Death Punch has covered a lot of songs. Though. They covered House of the Rising Sun. They covered uh, that song, uh, Gone Away. What else did they cover that's really good? Oh, uh, fuck. I forget. There's a few, but they, they covered a lot of songs. Um, Katarina, I was up near you today. I was I was actually thinking about calling you and being like, "Hey, meet me halfway for lunch." I was up in Hoboken, which is like two hours from you, I think. Are you listening? It's close enough. She's listening close enough. She's googling it to see how close. <laughs> it is. No, I actually just switched Wi-Fi's. So I was frozen for a minute. I missed whatever you guys were just saying. I said I was up near you. I was actually thinking about uh, texting you, seeing if you want to meet me halfway for Where lunch. Where were you? Oh, oh, were you in Jersey again? Yeah, I was in Hoboken. Biatch, did I not tell you to give me notice next time? She she done told you. I'll probably be there next week. Did I not? Well, uh, next week is not a good week for me. I However, <laughs> yeah, the week like that sat not not this Saturday, but next Saturday I'm going to Maryland. And I'm yeah. going to be there for a few days and then heading back. Well, we live right off 95. Yeah, we do. Like, yeah, live... but how far are you from me? Curlin Street, five, if four blocks, if five you're blocks. going down 95. Keep your doors locked. First of all, <laughs> yes. Keep your doors locked. Don't stop. First of all, that means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> 95 <laughs> Interstate Highway is the one that runs from well, Maine down to Florida. I know what 95 is. You're yeah. telling me right off 95? helps me right near the philadelphia airport yeah a couple exits up 
I don't drive by the Philadelphia airport on the way down. You're probably on on the Jersey side, which you're yeah. probably on the Parkway or 295, which yeah. is I'm basically on... 95, but in Jersey. You're talking to the Perjanger version of Google Maps right here, Wait, which is Kelly, because okay. he's I been everywhere. so much for yeah. work. Okay, so for me, it's New Jersey Turnpike, then it's the Delaware Memorial Bridge, which, and then I'm on yeah. 301 the rest of the way. Yes, Mer- so no. the New Jersey Turnpike runs more inland of of uh, Jersey, and 295 runs right along the river. So Turnpike and there ends up being a point where you can take either one. You can just continue going down that to Delaware Memorial, or you can hop on 295, which takes you right at the end of 295. It actually gets – you can turn right back into the parkway or into the uh, thing again. Um, it takes you to the Cobberberry right. Bridge, which is the same. Here's the thing. You can take – What's 29- your address? My address is 10 no. – their address. Oh, fuck me. 13 man. West Elbon Road, Parkside, Pennsylvania. One. What I'm because oh, what I'm five. saying is, if I were to, do I'll edit that, that out, Matt. Remember, well, no, Matt. Just, edit I'm just that telling out. you what's going to yeah, happen edit is that out. you would take. Wait, you would take. You guys are talking way too fast. 13 sorry. West Elbon. E L B O N. Matt, edit that out. Yeah. What? Okay. One talk at a time. That's it. E L. B O N. Road. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> West Elbin or East Elbin? West Elbon Road. I'm starting okay. to question my own address. <laughs> I know, right? Because as I'm typing it in, East came up and not West. Well, no, East is uh, the where the police station is. So it's gonna, uh, I'm telling you, it's going to take you to park. It's going to take you. 13 West Elbon Road it's for really... Cape in Pennsylvania is 168 miles from me oh that's With nothing me. so you drive it <laughs> I, I, drive. I used to drive two and a half hours just to go to work i drive that so every day. you I, are I, three and a half hours away now if i were to add uh, 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 we're probably gonna be too much no this is i'm, I'm telling you it's gonna take her it's gonna take her the well 295 is an easy gonna have one get off 73 right for like Five minutes to get on two ninety five. That's going to take her to Commonberry Bridge, and then she can hop right on ninety five. Which two? Which, ninety five. Yeah. Which when she goes to Delaware Memorial, it's going to turn into yeah. ninety five. Yeah. So okay. you'll be hitting so, that anyway. Yeah. If I were to go okay. from my house to my mother's house, um, and hit there on the way or on the way back, usually it takes me six and a half hours because I stop once, plus with whatever traffic. It's, it's telling time. me that six go, hours without me stopping. To go tinkle. Well, I usually like get the kids out, let them stretch their legs, tinkle, maybe get a coffee, fill up the tank, jersey, and going. A coffee. Grab a shawarma. Get a little. They they don't have shawarmas at the gas station. I wouldn't trust. That's a crime. Do they have? I wouldn't trust that shit either. Do they have scrapple up there? Thank. You know, some places like we have restaurants here that allegedly specialize in certain areas so I, they will mm-mm. have scrapple but that's not something that mm-mm. like you walk into yeah, any yeah, diner. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't trust that shit anyway man no there are some that like i don't like scrapple i've had it in maryland i don't like it I so live for scrapple i love that i shit. had scrapple last if night if you dinner. filled this room with scrapple i wouldn't leave i love breakfast food i had breakfast for dinner two nights in a row i had breakfast okay. last night i made scrapple and pancakes i love breakfast yeah. so do i because we yeah. gotta get rid of the get rid of the food. Yeah. we're then, extremely late on our yeah, podcast I know, though i, I just want to yeah. point that out but 
Uh, I do appreciate this talk, but one talk I do appreciate is them about this podcast and them also hitting that subscribe button right there. They're going to like and comment below, but my head, that's going to be every single purge hangers and wall hangers video for you. And above Kelly's head, well, that's the very best one. And as our main man, Connor always says, one punch. Yeah, I got that. There it is. There we go. And as always, we should go live. Bye.